Coming up, a Sad Styles production. Get into it. That's so great. They're like, oh, we're going to put the vaccine. Uh, you, you ready, uh, Mr. Baskin? I'm like, yeah, absolutely. I, they tap the needle a couple of times. <laughs> they tap my arm. and I'm They like, do yeah. that awesome thing where the water shoots yeah, out. Yeah, it shoots needle. out a little yeah, bit. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, I didn't know the vaccine was bright green. They're like, it's Mountain Dew. I'm like, no, I'm going to be sterile. <laughs> As it goes in, like dark Ray-Bans just materialize on your face. <laughs> the ends of my hair get blonde, bleached. Smash Mouth plays in the background. <laughs> They're like, you okay? I'm like, that was rad. And the, the nurse looks at the doctor very approvingly like, that worked great and then there's like some cool dude sitting in the corner like was it rad or and then holds up the second syringe for your booster <laughs> yeah. red and it's man do code red do code yeah. red yeah pepsi blue like a lot of them <laughs> the whole the whole rainbow of uh, soda colors <laughs> yeah that scientist with the thing his name is roy gbiv oh roy gbiv yeah, 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 yeah. oh my Retrograde podcast where we remind you what you used to love and whether or not you still should. I'm Andrew Bascom and I am Mikey Soft, Aaron Word. Oh, Mikey Soft, yeah. Oh, yeah. that's so wow. That like, you, watch out because that could like mean that could you could use that so many times. Yeah, it's I just grunt it a lot and just Mikey Soft, <laughs> and then everyone I love leaves me. Very grumpy. You you cross your arms like Mikey, Mikey Soft. Soft. Oh, no. <laughs> you know what's funny is I was going back and listening to uh, actually one of our uh, some someone on Twitter had uh, reached out to us about a comment we made in the Diddy Kong Racing episode like forever ago. This is oh, like wow. a year and a half ago that yeah. we recorded that episode. Racist elephant. Uh, the, well, no, I thought they would be commenting about uh, Taj the racist oh, elephant. Taj the racist elephant. Uh, but they didn't. They commented on something about the badgers, like the badger eggs. Oh, okay. And uh, they that got me thinking. So I went back and listened to that episode, and then a couple episodes around it, just you know, to see how far we've come and oh how much goodness. better we've gotten when we used to start this podcast much worse much, it used to be so much better than dramatically this. so much yeah. better yeah, yeah. we're running around here like like a modern day like Billy Crystal doing stand up like thinking we've gotten so much better and we're just like wow we really our finger is not on the pulse anymore what happened you know when your driver uh, you know always looks back and he's like you got it Mr. Crystal I'm like no I don't it's, it's not related. you know when your driver doesn't like your Sammy Davis Jr. impression <laughs> Uh -oh. You know when you're applying the shoe polish to your face <laughs> to try and make a modern joke? You're like, oh, Billy, I don't know, man. Um, no, so uh, so I went back and listened to a, a few of our earlier episodes. Your introductions used to be so much more laid back. Yes, yes. I didn't remember that. I, I thought made, you'd always brought that power. And welcome to the retrograde. Yeah. We've got fun and games. It's my Axl Rose, I do. We know your name. We are the video game podcast you love. The Isn't two it? big boys you know. This is obviously the lyrics that we cut from our theme song that no one, no one. Oh ever yeah, heard. we talked about that last yeah. week. That we have the we have lyrics to our theme song. We have lyrics to our theme song. No one ever heard that. Them, also goes like lyrics to our theme song. <laughs> yeah, it's all literal. Yeah. I am singing right now. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I I made a concentrated effort mm -hmm. a couple months ago to really up the energy to the show, and I think. Uh, we are all better for it. I am the singular reason the show has improved. You're welcome. Yes, Andrew, I think you're correct. Ooh. Your energy has really increased our libido around here. You know what? You know, un unrelated to nothing, but yeah. I don't know why that you, you doing that has made me think. But, you know, Alex Trebek died, right? So, yeah, yeah. Uh, I just... Pour one out to one of the good ones. Oh, that that's guy. true. We didn't even mention no, that. No, we didn't even mention that. Good Canadian kid and, like... You know what I really like about Alex Trebek? 
talking about how like most recently the Undertaker retired from wrestling. Yes, they had a big yeah. procession. About and it. had a great uh, feature on Hot Ones, by the way. Yes, he was he great was, on that. Well, I think all he's done is for forty years he saved up every story he's yes. ever had. Yes. He, so talk about a guy that lived a character. Airports on the road, two hundred plus days a year, in and out of hotels and bars and everything. He was always the Undertaker. I would say the exact same thing about Alex Trebek. Alex Trebek is Alex Trebek. Yes. I don't think he played that character of like, was he that smart? We don't actually know. Was he kind of a dick? Yeah, kind of. Yeah. You know, he plays. Plus, that- he can. He does a mean tombstone. Yes, he does. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. He yeah, was, choke slam. He choke slams those contestants all the time. <laughs> yeah, Ken Jennings was a was a choke slam guy. <laughs> he was a tombstone guy. No, I I really do, and I I really like that. Every time you got an insight into Trebek's life, it was kind of like weird. Like it was kind of like like what? Well, remember that time he tore his Achilles? Like it was about five years ago. Like his copy of the Iliad. Yeah, he tore, he tore the page yeah. out. He yeah. was like, oh, no, my Achilles. <laughs> and uh, he tore his Achilles because somebody was robbing him in his hotel. Do you not remember the story at all? And no. I'm so, so I'm so sorry. I'm going to butcher it because I don't have the details in front of me. Uh, it would be great if I'm reading the police report. I'm like, yeah. I'm like, oh, at 1432. <laughs> um, but the insinuation behind that story was maybe something weird was happening in his life. Like maybe someone was robbing him because they were in his hotel room already or whatever. And he chased after me towards Achilles because he's an older man. Uh, I like those like brief like highlights into his life because you're like, hey, Alex, you weird sex guy? (laughs) You weird sex guy? You had a mustache for 30 years. You weird sex (laughs) guy? He's gotta be. Uh, Everyone with a mustache is a weird sex guy. Absolutely. And so so I kind of like that because poor one out for a real one. Alistair Beck, you're the best. I And you know what? I know everyone's already gotten their backup about like, oh, who takes over? Who takes over? You know what? Who cares? It's, it's a great heat. The only reason that thing succeed is because of him and he'll continue to succeed because of his legacy, no matter who is the host. Yeah, I, you know what? It's I, To me, it's kind of, I was thinking about this with Price is Right recently oh. and how Price is Right just is not, like no one talks about the Price is Right anymore no. and it used to be iconic. And like Drew Carey just does not hold water yeah, the way that- But that, was it iconic because when you stayed home, you're like, I can watch fucking Price is Right? Or was it like- you're not like taping every price is no, right for the no, week, you know. Right. You know like, I mean, like nowadays, does that? Mm, do people do that? I don't know. Maybe, point. maybe that's not. Maybe point. no one just no one watches daytime television. No when one has home cable television anymore. True, true. Yeah, I, I feel still feel like Jeopardy more than like I think a really direct comparison to that is uh, Wheel of Fortune because okay. they used to yeah. come on back to back every night. Yes, and you you know, but if Pat Sajak leaves. Um, uh, Wheel of Fortune. Do you mm-hmm. think it'll have the same impact as Alex Trebek leaving Jeopardy? Well, you know, it's funny. It's funny because yeah, that's pretty much what I'm getting at. Is is the idea that like I think Jeopardy separated itself from Wheel of Fortune in the last ten to fifteen years, yeah. ten to twenty years, whatever it is. Because when I was growing up, those shows were very important. Like back to back, you're yeah. like, ooh, Wheel of Fortune. Oh my god, we had a we had a baby. Both my parents worked, so we had a babysitter, an elder babysitter, and she she loved Wheel of Fortune. And she you called like, her elder babysitter like you were in some sort of cult. Well, she was in a robe and like I, <laughs> elder babysitter. May we watch the mustached man? <laughs> <laughs> she loved Wheel of Fortune, and so but like Jeopardy has been around my whole life. Like yeah. we used to watch it as kids with my parents and. You know, it, going from a young kid to watching your parents like answer questions, you're like, oh, how do they know yeah, that? Yeah. To now, uh, like playing it and going, like, could I be on this show? Yeah. And then you you come back to earth with like three categories you don't know, and you're like, no, I could not be on this show. What am I talking? It's about? It's also like what I've heard from people who are 
contestants on the show. Like, I don't know any of them personally, but I've heard their sure. stories come up in podcasts and things like that. Uh-huh. And it's apparently everyone on Jeopardy knows all of the answers. It's the, the buzzers. The key is the buzzer. People yeah. buy buzzers at home now. Really? So they can time it out and speed themselves and stuff like that. Do you know the best celebrity... This, uh, I can't believe we're talking about this. Best, this is, best. Yeah, this is a, a huge, getting deep into the game. We haven't even mentioned the game that we're going to be talking, but look, this podcast itself is a game show. Yeah. So we may as well talk about game shows. <laughs> this 14th century cult. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, the best celebrity Jeopardy player of all time? Alec Baldwin. Andy Richter. Richter? And- well, hardly knew her. There we go. <laughs> that, that joke gets a seven on the Richter scale. Uh, oh, yeah. Same as every time he takes a step. No, he is a fan. Wow. What? what? What did so I do? Cruel. What, what did I do? What did I say? That? A fat joke? <laughs> what did I say? Andy what Richter? I huh? I don't know what I said. Oh, man. I feel like it's okay to make that joke about him because he's not really that fat. No, I was going to say that like, is like, that's where you're brushing yeah. that off? <laughs> like, he's a big guy, I guess, for Hollywood. Yeah, yeah. Um, you yeah. think about James Gandolfini and you're like, that's a little, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, so there you go, Celebrity Jeopardy. Those are my thoughts on Alex Trebek. There you go. Pour yeah. Uh, the game. I, that, I can't believe I started with that. I'm so sorry. No, I that's fine. Listen, it, apparently that was bubbling under the surface because we <sighs> took that and ran. God, we I, we we had a lot of thoughts on Jeopardy. A game, a video, a version of that game we will do on this podcast one day. A version of that game. That's one. So we talk a lot about this. First of all, I should say this: if you're new to the podcast, welcome. There uh, we it don't, is. We don't normally talk so much about game shows, no. but we could if you want us. It to. is a game. It is a game, and it is a show, and it's retro. It. That's true. I, and that mustache was retro. Hey, boy. And it, was, it was a cute looking mustache. Tickler. Uh, typically, what we do is we take a look back at these games that we uh, played and loved or were somewhat iconic to us in the past. We take a little bit of a break, play the games, and uh, come back and review them as they stand in the modern day, but mm-hmm. not before rating them as we remember them as kids. So it's yeah. two different specific rankings. One is a subjective one from our memory, and the other is how it holds up in the modern day. Yep. This week, we're going to be taking a look, obviously, at Assassin's Creed. Yeah. Which is uh, one that I'm very excited to look at, I think, because it carries... I think this name carries a lot of weight as a game, and I'm not saying we need to get into it and talk about this right. yet. But before we go on yet another tangent, uh, just to kind of right the ship a little bit, uh-huh. um, that's what we're going to be focusing on. Right, and of course, you mean starboard. Uh, uh, port side. Port is left. Port is four letters. Left is four letters. You're welcome. Really? I just taught you about starboard and port was that a mnemonic device it is a mnemonic device oh i just you know what my my dad taught me this again and it is one of the few things that is stuck in my brain forever where people are like wait starboard i'm like that's right because that's more letters port is left because those both have four letters i actually like that you know what okay your delivery there reminded me a little bit of portions of uh auntie donna's oh okay uh and you so we talked about this last week. Auntie yeah. Donna's is a show on Netflix. Yeah. Um, and I watched the first episode and I wasn't an enormous fan of it. And you kind of urged me to to stick with it yeah. again. And the last time you were over at my place, we watched the second and third episode. Yeah. And I liked it. It kind of won me over. So the next day I watched the rest of the season. And I really like the show. Oh, it's was... really, really funny. I can't believe how much worse I thought the first episode was. I was trying to tell you, like, I, I almost as a device hate the idea when people go, well, you just got to get past the first episode. Yeah. You, and, and in the worst version of the way, it's like the third season yes. where, where it picks up. Yes. You're like, so I got to watch 30 hours of television no, before thanks. it gets good? No, yeah. no. That's their fault. I, I would agree with you. I think it was a... 
weird uh, failed attempt to draw the most general and widest audience. Yeah. When I really think it's their comedy is very specific and yeah. it's hyper, uh, hyper specific. Let's just go with hyper specific. Yeah. And just hyper. And in just general. hyper. Yeah. And manic, yeah. and all these other things. Do, do, why try and cast a wide net? Just go for it. That's you know I, I, mean? I, I think they put me off because some of the comedy ended up seeming very generic and bland. Yeah, yeah, Brian, bland. like Brian himself. Yeah, yeah. Um, actually, the the I think it was one of the episodes that we watched. I really liked, like the the third episode, and then even up to the last, they just had consistently new and what I would consider to be refreshing takes on comedy sketches. Yeah. Like I'm into it. If you, oh, if you, okay, if cool. you, I'll say this for anyone who's out there and, and thought maybe after the first episode, it's not for you. Give it another try. Yeah. And uh, if you don't like the second episode, I don't think you're going to fall for the show, but it was good. It was good. I would agree with you. I'm glad, I'm glad you came around on that. I was yeah. so afraid you're like, we watched two and three. I liked it. And then I watched last three. I hated it again. Nope, like, it was really good. Oh, that's good. I'm glad to hear that. Yeah. I, I, I like to think that, between a lot of our comedy inspirations, it kind of ties somewhere in the middle with yes. some stuff. So yeah. I think it works for us. And if you like this podcast, who knows? You might like that. So. That's true. That's yeah. true. Um, Not I, to compare us to them. <laughs> no. One other, I, I, I don't want to spend too much time talking about these uh, shows that people have come and gone on forever ago. But I also, hmm. I know you're a huge fan of The Good Place. Oh, yeah. I just got back into The Good Place randomly. Like, yeah. I thought I was done with it forever. And I, I got up to like episode seven of season one. And I am consuming it now. It's a great fucking show. It's, it's so And it's way good. smarter than I ever gave it yeah. credit for. And yeah, yeah. Mike Schur, the creator of the show and the head, the head writer and showrunner, I just, I am obsessed with him as a, as a person. I just think he's very interesting. Not only is he obsessed with baseball and he goes by the incredible, like the anonymous Twitter handle for so many years until like the last five when it was not even, it was outed. Yeah. But his, his Twitter handle is Ken Tremendous. And Ken Tremendous was just a baseball analyst that like talked oh. about baseball all the time. And then they're like, I think that's Mike Schur. And, and it became- That's a, crazy. And I love, I love it because they did so much philosophical work in The Good Place to yes. find a nice neutral place that was not specific to a religion, not specific to anything, but con composed all these works of great philosophers. And it really shows. Yeah. It shows and, and the, the moral and philosophical conundrums that they create for themselves as like someone who went to school for philosophy, mm. I just find it- like titillating in a weird way yeah. where it's like, oh wow, they gave these like these theoreticals that you constantly deal with when you're studying philosophy. They find ways to show it on screen in a way that I am very surprised it ever got green lit because it gets oh, yeah. pretty heady. Oh, it does. Yeah. And, and like, I often say that about you. Yeah, yeah, I'm pretty heady. You got a pretty heady. Oh, thanks, buddy. Yeah. I appreciate that. <laughs> I thought that was the size of the size of my head joke. Which I actually don't have a big head. It looks like I have a big head, but I don't. Every time you fall down, it's a seven point one on the Andy Richter scale. God damn it. <laughs> That's because he's fat, supposedly. Um, yeah, no, I'm glad you're liking the good place, and that's 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 awesome. I will say it wavers somewhere near like three quarters through, and then completely wraps up at the end. Oh, and nice. that show made me cry so hard. But um, I I love that. Show. I want to I want to ask you, Andrew. Uh, you've given us some updates the past couple of weeks on the bane of your existence, um, and I I want to know how it's doing in your uh, psyche these days. And obviously, I'm talking about Civilization Six, the yeah. game that's kind of ruined your life over the past two and a half weeks. Yeah. Uh, are you still? Uh, are you Are you okay, Andrew? Yeah. No, I'm I'm good. What's um? Hey, What's do you want to do you want to cut? Yeah, can we take a second? Yeah, yeah, What's What's I going on? I don't want to talk about the show. I don't want to, the show. Fuck, man. No, just, you know I, what? Same I'm with me. I don't want to talk about this fucking show No, 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 no. No, no, let's call it. We don't even have to turn the mics back on. Just, we don't have to do an episode this so week? We've done two and a half fucking years of this. Yeah. I think we're good. I just, Civilizations is killing me, man. Oh, right. It's just like, absolutely, I just, I don't, I don't taste food anymore. You don't, I don't oh, see colors. Have, have, do, do your lungs hurt a little bit? 
Yeah, kind of. Are you like fa- fatigued? Is that like, is it oh exhausting you? Oh my God. Andrew, are you? Do I have, do I have COVID? I. Oh God, Andrew. Oh my we God. Share... Now you do too. I sit on your lap when we record this. I'm going to have COVID. open mouth kissed for so long before we I started. I told you we shouldn't have open mouth kissed oh, again, Andrew. Oh my God. But I wanted to. Uh, I did too. It was worth it. That was worth it. I'm going to die happy. Absolutely. Die with a smile on my face. Uh, so let's let's, let's get six. back to recording. Yeah. Oh, can, can, can you press? I, have you started? I, oh, oh, fuck. I didn't. Do you think they heard that? I didn't press stop. Do you nah, need to I don't do that? Think so, no. Or does the microphone just know when you're not wanting to talk if into we it? we just start, like nothing happens. Yeah, 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 like, yeah, yeah. Go right into oh, it. Confidence. Man. Just like pretend, honestly, like I think that when mm-hmm. we go mm-hmm. back, can you hear me? Because I'm kind of whispering. Yeah. I know that, I think that if we go back to it and we're really confident about it, and then they're going to think. You sound like Emo Phillips. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for being my friends. <laughs> that is really good. <laughs> Civilization Six is a purge among humanity, and we wish to wipe it off the face of the earth. It is killing your youth. Goodbye, everybody. Are you done with it? You're done, I am, done. I I played for a couple. Are you Ryan done with it? Did you drive <laughs> it off of off of a mountain after doing six shots? Ryan Dunn. Yes. And Paul Walker. Oh, are on the hood of my car. I spray painted them. <laughs> oh, I thought it's because you hit them with yours. No. <laughs> I drove twice in the last. 15 years yeah one time killed ryan dunn and i was like i finally got the courage to drive my car again killed paul walker the weirdest thing and is the guy he was with i was in the car with you yeah, when you, you hit ryan yeah. and yeah. you you ryan you you're said so close the, well we were really close to him when you hit him <laughs> yeah well that's true he came through our we windshield are, we are a part of each other at this point yeah. <laughs> we fused a little bit yeah um i remember you haunts me you did and i will never forget this okay we're driving it's uh-huh. dark and we smacked something that scared the bejesus out of both of us. And we were shook. We were yeah. legit shook for a bit. But then I was spooked. So I looked to my left because I was in the passenger seat. And you looked to your right because you were in the driver's seat. Yeah. And you said, I'm done with this. <laughs> and I lost, I, I literally shit my pants. Yeah. Yeah. You were so, yeah. I, it was a real, I know what you did last summer, 3D jackass experience. And remember then we said, I know what you did last Dunner. Remember? And it was just so funny. And then I remember when you were driving and then the same thing happened. And there was a bang that shook us to our core. Yeah. And I was I was sitting in the passenger seat, so I looked to my left. And you were driving, so you Uh looked to your right. Right. And you said... I'm gonna stand up and walk right out of here. Yeah, that's yeah, that's what we did. And then I, I said, what when do you, I murdered those. I, two I said, people. what do you mean? And you mm-hmm. said that was Paul Walker. And I said, from Fast and the Furious. And you said yes. And I was like, I guess I can't ask him for his autograph anymore. And then <laughs> Cause, we because we killed him. Because we killed him. Because we killed yeah, him. Yeah, yeah. But I, I took oh. my own keepsake. And oh, uh, good for yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, an eyeball. That's pelvis. Pelvis. There we go. Yeah. That that. That is gonna that is gonna fetch you a shiny nickel. <laughs> that is gonna that is gonna. It's be usually buried. my closing move when I invite someone over. Like, there is nothing more famous about the Regiree podcast than when we do a big game that will attract a big audience. We go as weird as possible <laughs> and and separate people immediately from the topic we're doing. Yeah. Hey, heads up! We're doing Assassin's Creed. I have Paul Walker's pelvis. <laughs> You're welcome, everybody. Well, I mean, here's the thing: uh-huh. when you're playing Assassin's Creed, you make it a point to, I mean, 
let's be honest, you're yeah. an assassin. Yes. But you're fighting for peace. And that is notoriously what the assassins do. You fight for peace, which means uh-huh. you will jump off a 20-foot cliff and stab someone in the throat with yeah. a blade because your, your a blades. sketchy-looking dude in an alleyway told you he'd get you halfway through another set of robes if you did it for him. Yeah. I was which like, means peace. That's what peace means, 100%. right? Yeah. I don't want to wear these white robes anymore. I want no. dark robes. Exactly. I want, and I this, want some red sashes. This sketchy NPC in, in the alleyway 100%. told me to do something. I'm going to do it. Absolutely. So yeah, there we go. We just explained Assassin's Creed three out of four bits. So we'll see you later. Um, you know, I, yeah, no, no, go for it. Oh, you know, I, I, the only other TV thing I want to talk about, and then we yeah. can just move off of TV completely, and we can talk about video games because I want to hear about the but oh yeah. The PS5 over my shoulder. Ah, God, it's so big. It's so big. It scares me every time. It's, it's enormous. It, you know what? I joke about how big it is. I turned around. It is. It surprises me every time how big it is. <laughs> Holy shit. Look how big it is. It's also kind of like turning as though it's looking at you. It's, we said this last time, a painting that the eyes are always looking yes. at you no matter where you yeah. are in the room. Look. Oh my God, it's big. You know what? I, the more, it's almost Good like God. this weird assimilation thing. Like mm-hmm. I'm become, like, like the Borg. Like I'm becoming part of it where it's like a part of, like I... The more I, I, I explicitly said this when I first got my PlayStation five uh-huh. and I, we were recording a podcast before I had a chance to play it, but it was open and it was sitting on my couch yeah. and we were looking at it and I pointed at it and I said, I fucking hate what that thing looks like. Yeah. I hate it. I now do not hate it. And I don't know. I it's think it's Stockholm syndrome. It's, seriously. It's gotta be <laughs> Stockholm syndrome. Like it's gotta be it. And I'm still, it's, I'm very agitated. Uh-huh. And I find that I'm consistently like getting more and more agitated. I'm like, what's going on, Mikey? Like, take a break. Like, why are you like, you know, at work? I'm just frustrated and this and that. And I realized it's because I've had the PlayStation 5 with Demon Souls on it. Ooh. Every second I've played, I've absolutely loved. Oh. But unfortunately, I've only had about three hours to play it oh. in the three weeks that I've now had the PlayStation 5. And it's just, it's frustrating me because it's like, I've got this beautiful thing that you keep looking back at it's and getting very scared ominous. It's, <laughs> it's very, very ominous. It's very threatening. It's definitely not from this world. No. And uh, it, it would... Teach me your secrets. <laughs> Sorry, I'm yelling at it now. I'm, uh, but but here's the thing. Now is like it's almost it's almost like a fungi that's worked its way into my <laughs> into my brain where it's like now you need a 4K TV and I'm like yes, master, I will get you a 4K. <laughs> well, it's TV. like those very scary parasites for like birds. Yeah, that control their brain and make them kill themselves. Yeah, yes, it's that is what the PS5 is doing for you. So. Get your PS5 this Christmas, <laughs> this holiday season. If you fucking can. Apparently, they're they're just going out of stock left, right, and center. I'm trying to help my brother get one, and I have these... Uh, there's this website called Now in Stock, mm. and they'll send you, like, updates whenever it gets oh, in stock. It at, at, blew up the spot. For everyone knows about it now. Uh-oh. But I got, a, I got a buzzer for it, and it was for walmart.ca. Shout out to uh, Riley Ooh, Little, who Riley runs Little. Their, their Twitter account. And as I got the buzzer, I went on in 25 seconds, and it was already sold out. Like, it is just so quick how these things go. This just in, when people want to spend a lot of time at home, video game consoles. Yes. Very important. Very important. Very important. But this one's worth it. And I I keep thinking about like, I've got to beat Demon Souls before Cyberpunk comes out because I feel like that game. Have you seen much of Cyberpunk? Yes, I've seen the trailer. Are you interested in that game at all? Um, yeah. Sure, yeah. That's usually it's one or the other. Usually it's like, fuck yeah, or I don't even know what I'm looking at. No, I I think it's, I like, there is no more hype around any singular game. Yeah to come out in the last either couple months before this or a couple months after this that is like cyberpunk. Cyberpunk feels like like my mom would ask about cyberpunk. This this could be the the most hyped launch in uh 
I don't like literally like a year or two. This is Last of Us. Maybe Last of Us, yeah, maybe. maybe yeah, yeah, like yeah. something like that. Like something with a big following behind yeah. it. Yeah, but like yeah. I remember, I remember when The Witcher Two wrapped up. Like when I beat The Witcher Two, CD Projekt Red had already announced that they're working on Cyberpunk. Oh wow! So like this goes back fucking forever. So people God. who've been excited for it have been excited for a long time, and this is before like anyone knew anything about it. Right. But, I do, I saw we like I the reason I say that is because when they announced the delay. Yeah. Yeah, October, which which one? Which delay? <laughs> uh, yeah, that's a good question. I guess the most recent. Yeah, and uh, and that that made news because people were like, "What the fuck?" People were getting death like, threats. People I know. were, yeah, yeah, which like speaks to us as a community. We are stable. We are. <laughs> we're doing great, guys. <laughs> give me the thing that you're making that's going to make me happy, but give me it now. Uh, yeah, exactly. And then so I could turn around and go, "It's not ready. How dare you sell it to me?" Yeah, exactly. That's God the whole thing. It's like it. it's got to be one or the other. I'm like, take as so much time as you need. Yeah, we're good. We're not just going anywhere. Out, there's like new games all over the yeah, place. Yeah, I know. Like, I know. I, I, like trying to speak to the mental stability of the the video game community as a whole. Yeah. When over and over and over again, we've shown that that is not. It's not. It's <sighs> mental stability. You don't look to the gaming community for that. And and I we, don't know who we, you look to anymore though. Uh. Fox News? I don't know. Yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> OANN or whatever yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, can I tell you about some video game I've been playing? I would love... Uh, Andrew, I love hearing about video games. So, playing. I took a break from Civilization 6 because it was a parasite that was eating my brain trying to kill myself. <laughs> and uh, I started Is that playing. why you spent the first half an hour of this game banging your head against my window? <laughs> yeah, 100%. Oh. I, re I was realizing, like, what do you mean I can't get through this? Uh, okay. <laughs> okay, weird. Um... As a so, my, I'm staring at a floor to ceiling window that Mikey has at yes. the end of his uh, condo. Has a bird ever killed themselves on this window? Um, by bird, you're talking about like how cool people speak about women, right? Yeah, has a woman ever thrown herself out your window? No, has a bird ever <laughs> ran into no. this window and died? Honestly, no. Oh man, that, that would be really cool though. Cool, I mean, bad. I don't know if I can get past that. I'd be like, I feel like I summoned this. I feel like uh, Thomas Middleditch in uh, oh, God. Uh, uh, what was that? Uh, no. Silicon Valley. Silicon Valley. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah that yeah. was the funny scene. Yeah. Um, no, I want to tell you about a video game I'm playing. And okay. By the way, game wink. Oh, wink, wink. Oh no, is it the the uh oh video game? <laughs> is the uh oh the game show from YTV? Wink, wink, yeah, wink, yeah, the host, yeah, and the the Punisher. Who's your father? Punisher control. Um. No, I subscribed to the New York Times crossword and I find that to be my great mental stability. I 30 minutes throughout the day, throughout the day. Okay. Little breaks, little pauses. Yeah. I finish it and I feel very good about that. You finish the New York Times crossword in 30 minutes? Uh, yeah, I can finish it in 20 if I really focus, but it's do you like, Do you look up hints or no, anything? No, no, you can't do that. That's cheating. That's crazy that you can finish that in 20 minutes. I have, I struggle with the National Enquirer crossword, <laughs> which tells you where the vowels are. <laughs> this state that houses Cincinnati and Cleveland, and it's four letters, and you're like, I've, so I already see the O's and the I. I Alabama, Alaska, <laughs> Alabama. <laughs> How many letters are in Massachusetts? Um, yeah, no, it's it is like any other thing that you practice. Is the more you do it, the better you get. Right. You find the little gimmicks. You yep. find oh, that must be two words, which I hate every time. But oh whatever. yeah, that, yeah. You know whatever. Like it's good. You're like, but that's not loud. Yeah, 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 yeah. What are we yeah. doing here? But I will say that has been like the me time purchase. It's nine dollars. The New York Times crossword is nine dollars a month or fifty or fifty four dollars a month. Uh, fifty four dollars a year. Excuse me. And uh, I find that that has been my PS five. <laughs> <laughs> 
I couldn't even get through with a straight face. I find that good for my mental stability. I'll just say that. Because uh, civilization has brought me down. The New York Times crossword is slowly building me back up. So you've heard it from Andrew, co-host of the video game podcast, The Retrograde, uh-huh. uh, his favorite video game, Crossword Puzzles. <laughs> <laughs> Two things I spoke about today is Jeopardy and crosswords. <laughs> Heads up, I'm 78. <laughs> Next up, Werther's Originals. Good or the best candy? (laughs) This co-host of the Retrograde Podcast has a prostate the size of a peach. (laughs) Actually, Mikey. Oh, it's Mikey. (laughs) Oh, what a twist on this one. Oh, that's amazing. Oh, peach twist, speaking of. Oh, my God. So that's too bad you haven't been able to play Demon's Souls. Yeah, it's it's a little bit frustrating, um, especially because, like, we talk a lot about this, how I'm so inclined to just turn on Overwatch because that's it's easier for me. I don't have to relearn any systems. I'm good at it. I'm familiar with it. And it's just kind of mindless in half-hour chunks. And I'm just agitated because I I love every moment I spend with Demon's Souls. It's Blue Point Games. They also remade... uh, They remade... uh, oh shit! It's I'm blanking on it now, but they have a pedigree of remaking classic games, okay, or like somewhat classic and, and renewing them for the modern day. Sure. Shadow of the Colossus, I'm pretty sure they did. Oh, there you yeah, go. yeah, yeah. Anyway, um, they're they've done a fantastic job with this. The formula is so familiar f- to me, and like I said, I hadn't played Demon Souls, even though I played every other entry into the Soulsborne it, universe. Do you think it was because you were too tired from playing so many FromSoft games recently with Metal Wolf Chaos? Oh, you know, <laughs> Metal Wolf Chaos. Uh, if there were ever a from software game that you should play uh, it's definitely strap on your boots as uh, michael wilson wilson michael wilson and dick hawk uh, and dick hawk a <laughs> good old dick hawk yeah uh get in that mech with the oversized shotgun or yeah. the revolver that shoots like an assault rifle oh, so if you didn't listen to last week's episode what it's a, a fucking game. trip what a fucking what trip. a game but i think this game is also kind of just as Whoa. weird that we're going to be talking about this week which is assassin's creed and now yeah. obviously we didn't mention this explicitly but yeah. this is the to kick off kind of a special month for us yeah It's a month where we're going to be focusing on games based on movies and movies based on games. And Mm -hmm. we're going to try to get to the bottom of which is better. Not necessarily in general, like do games based on movies make better uh, content or do movies based on games make better content. But case by case, we're going to try to figure out which one is better. Uh, And we're starting obviously with Assassin's Creed. And as part of this... We made a pretty special announcement, yeah, I think, last week, and uh, so far it's gone live. Andrew, you wanna you wanna let the listener know what we're talking yeah, about? Yeah, we're talking about the Mushroom Club. Mushroom Club, <laughs> which, which is the Patreon arm of the Retrograde Podcast, and so. On over at the Mushroom Club, what we're doing is while we are playing Assassin's Creed over here and, you know, doing the retro scores and the current scores and, you know, doing what the retrograde does, we are going to watch the Assassin's Creed movie. Oh boy, are we. And then we're going to judge that (laughs) versus what we thought of the game. And so to find our final results between the game and the movie, please sign up to the the Mushroom Club. Mushroom Club. Uh, I almost said the Retro Club. Oh my God. The Mushroom Club. Oh, we should have called it the Retro Club. Oh my God. I think that's definitely been taken. Uh, um, and the Mushroom Club over there to find out what we thought between that, but I can't wait to play Assassin's Creed. Yeah, I mean, the good news about opening up a, a, a Patreon, it's kind of, you know, obviously we want to show a little bit of love. We've had surprising amounts of success oh just God. by launching it, and you thank guys you guys so, so much. Like, we didn't know what to expect, Yeah, and we can't wait to build uh, a community there, and whether it's, you know, one person or a million people, uh, I think we're going to treat it exactly the same. Absolutely. And we're excited to just kind of have this outlet to talk about things that aren't video games, but, yeah. you know, often we'll circle around them. And in this case, it's just kind of 
kowtowing around the uh, the movies, and I don't know if the word kowtowing works. I don't even know if that's that is a word. It doesn't sound right. Kowtowing. Kow. Towing, cowtowing, cowtowing, cow-towing? something like that. Can someone get back to us on that? Yeah. Well, either way, we're just gonna pal around, and talk about <laughs> yeah. these movies. But we can't wait because it's as crazy as the first week, and obviously, uh, our Mushroom Club episode will come out later this week. Yep. Uh, we'll probably release it uh, coincided with the uh, the release of this episode. So go over to the Patreon and listen mm. to the the movie version right after you listen to this. We had a lot of fun recording it. Yeah. <laughs> honestly, like one of the more fun recording <laughs> sessions we've had. It's. Turns out, when there's a movie as absurd as Assassin's Creed, oh, man. it's a shit ton of fun to talk about. <laughs> I it's and oh, I can't, yeah, I'm so excited to talk about this game, yes. and I'm so excited to talk about that in conjunction with the with the movie. Um, so yeah, sign up to the Metro, sign up for the Mushroom Club. Links are everywhere on our Twitter and yep. everything like that. And and more than anything, we appreciate the support no matter what. Everyone has been so wonderful about everything, and thank you so much for uh, supporting us always. Absolutely, and uh, you know, obviously, without the uh, the movie, let's get into the game. Yeah. Uh, the game itself obviously assassin's creed is enormous this is kind of going going to coincide roughly speaking with assassin's creed valhalla it's not it's not too far away from that release Mm -hmm. so you know assassin's creed is back in the zeitgeist andrew i think you're on the record as being a lot more of a fan of the assassin's creed franchise in general you you give it uh you give it a shot more than i do i'm kind of done with it as a franchise um what was your favorite entry into the series black flag Okay, so same with me, actually. Yeah, I liked Black Flag a lot, and it's maybe the biggest departure from the style of the normal game. Yeah, going back to, like, Assassin's Creed 2, which would have been the the previous entry, the, the major entry prior to yeah. Black Flag. Uh, or no, I think 3 was, no, three, actually. Yeah. 3, because Black Flag was 4. Uh, but it was, you know, I think about 2, which I, I played 1, 2, and then 4. And number 2, you know, being focused around Italy and everything was kind yeah. of like my, I love that aesthetic the and that, that area, and, the Medicis yeah, yeah. and, and, uh, and just kind of palling around with all those kowtowing around with all those guys. <laughs> you know what? I don't care. It sounds good now. Sounds kind of good. Like yeah, it now. I don't mind it. The more you say it, I'm like, yeah, this yeah, is good. It's fucking kowtowing. Fuck yeah. Fuck if I'm going to fucking cow your towel. <laughs> hey, what? hey, sir, watch yourself. Watch your tongue. <laughs> don't you tell my cow. Um, yeah, I, I, I think that was kind of the departure that I was most interested in, in terms of the, the story around Assassin's right. Creed, but Black Flag mechanically was, was my favorite. Yeah, I agree with you. I, I remember, and I think it's the end of two and I'm sure someone will correct me, but, uh, is at the end of two, it got very like alien-esque mm-hmm. about like, look at like, this has been happening for thousands of years right. and look at the controller. And I remember going like, hmm, I don't like this. Like it just got too much. You know, it's funny that this may not be a great thing to admit. I've never finished an Assassin's Creed game. Oh, wow. But you I've also finished Black Flag. Never finished Black Flag. Oh, wow. So I, here's the problem that I always run up against. And Black Uh-oh. Flag was, I think the, I give this example all the time. I and see what's coming and, here. And Black Flag was like the, the, the most aware of of a game's shortfalls or my inability to enjoy a game as as I'd ever experienced. It was just stark. Like, I was there and I saw, I was like, this is why I'm not liking it. I was on a diving bell mission in Black Flag. I had been consuming it. You know, to say that I haven't finished it doesn't mean that I hadn't sunk, you know, 30, 40 hours into oh, it. Yeah. But it's all about the side missions and everything. And I, was, I went on a diving bell mission. It was like my third diving bell mission in a row. And I, as I was going down, I just remember thinking like, I don't enjoy doing this. Yeah. I don't enjoy diving bell missions. In fact, I actively can't wait for them to be over. But once I do it, I get to check a box to show that I've done something. Yeah. And the satisfaction I got was not in playing the game. It was 
in having played the game. Yeah. And that is what I found was that weird reward mechanism that a lot of these open world games have is is just about that dopamine rush of having completed a task and checking off a box. Right. And I'm like, do I enjoy playing this game or do I like checking off a to-do list? And I'm like, turns out all I was really enjoying at it at, at that point, I hadn't loved the story. I hadn't loved any of the missions, but I did love unlocking things. I'm yeah. like, this isn't worth all of my time. So I, that's when I just kind of put it down. Yeah, I, I agree with you. And so like I did finish Black Flag and actually I like, I, I you know, passed the story, like did expand into like, I'm going to take over more yep. castles yep. and like do things. I don't think I ever completed one single diving bell mission. So they sucked, man. Uh, they were no, so bad. It was they, like this weird peekaboo thing with sharks yes. and like, fuck off. No, I did it a couple of times. I'm like, oh, I'm never doing that. Again. Yeah. 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 Uh, and so I knew it wasn't going to hundred percent the game. That's right. pretty much what I'm saying. But it, you know, it's, it's funny you say that because it's no different than your issues with like red dead. Sure. Or red yeah. Dead 2, sorry, yeah, sorry, yeah, yeah. Where you're like, I get too tied down and like, how many rabbits can I shoot today? Yes. You know, kind of thing. Whereas like, I'm just like steamroll ahead. I'm like, I got to finish the story. And then if I enjoy the story, I'll go back and like catch all the plants. I'm so like, envious of that. Like there, there is a way to play these games that is organic. Mm -hmm. and, and, and it's like you, you'll shoot rabbits, but it's on the way to do the main right. thing. Yeah, yeah. And I just, I, if you put a list in front of me of things to do, I feel like I'm failing the game if I'm not doing those things. Right. And then, you know, a lot of people are like, well, you just got to let that go. Like you get, but to me, it, the game developer purposely puts those things in there yeah. and expecting you to eventually do it or maybe not do it or see it. And to me, it's, it's, if the intention isn't for me to do it whenever it comes up, then I don't want it there. Mm. Like, and I understand that maybe it's my responsibility to say no to it, mm -hmm. but I also think that it is, there is a responsibility on the part of the developer and whoever's creating the game to make it flow and to make it fun and to not have tasks just for the sake of having tasks. Right. And that's where I kind of break from it. You know, but I wonder with Assassin's Creed one, yeah. Oh. I don't think it was as open no, as it, the world that was eventually created. That's 100% true. And actually the development of this game is kind of a, a, a testament to that. I mm. mean, th this game was originally supposed to be a uh, sequel to the Prince of Persia games. Oh. So Sands of Time is a game that, Prince of Persia Sands of Time is a, is a very well-renowned game. And one that the Assassin's Creed franchise has always kind of reminded me of. Yeah. You know, Prince of Persia obviously dates forever, dates back forever, but yeah. then they rebooted it in 3D and it had some of those parkour elements and it was very acrobatic and, yeah. and it looked very good. Weird story. This is so fucking weird. But when I was playing Prince of Persia, my mom had made a shrimp pasta oh boy. and it made me sick. Okay. And I was playing Prince of Persia while I was eating the pasta. And because I got sick while playing Prince of Persia, mm -hmm. I could never go back and play that game because it reminded me like the sense memory of playing it and feeling that way. I like, I could not wow. get past it. It was a really weird thing. Yeah. You're so sensitive. I'm a very sensitive boy. Oh my goodness. All the listeners know it. Well, yeah, and I would be know, so yeah. sad if you didn't subscribe to our Patreon. Oh, join God, the mushroom Don't make club. you feel bad. Don't make me feel bad. Oh, I need guys, to buy how, more Kleenex. How dare you make him feel bad? He needs to get Kleenex. He's got tears and Thanks, snot Angie. running all over his face. Thanks, Angie. I Disgusting. love you. Disgusting. I love you too, buddy. Um, yeah, so it was, a, it, was, uh, it was originally supposed to be a sequel to the Prince of Persia games. Right. They were going to have it where you were a bodyguard of the the. the titular prince oh um, and the then, prince of persia yeah the the, oh, the prince himself the eponymous and uh and and then ubisoft basically came and said well we're not going to use a whole ip on you being just like <laughs> i just said ip on you uh, <laughs> <laughs> 
you're not going to use a whole IP on you being the prince's bodyguard. So they made it their own thing. Except for one executive like winked. <laughs> you're like, oh, that guy did not do well in 2019. No. Um, yeah, no, I, you know, so those are my memories of like Assassin's Creed 1 is like parkour uh-huh. was very vogue. Mm-hmm. It was like people doing parkour, you know, like yep. that was like a word everyone knew. And it felt like the basis of this game, much more than like wrist blades and all these other like, you know, weird world building of uh, animuses and traveling. The, the back one in time. thing I'll disagree with, because you, you, you also talked about this in the, uh, in the, when movie. we were recording the movie, the wrist blades, I don't think you're remembering, remembering that right. The wrist blades were an enormous, iconic piece of Assassin's Creed. Yeah, even in the first one though? Especially in the first no, one. No, but I was just going to say like, to me, it was like, Parkour sold the game before I. Even oh bought yeah, it. I mean that was yeah. yes, but like I, the wrist blades themselves were like like there were articles written in EGM about the detail on the on the wrist blades and right. how you get your finger cut off when yeah. you put them on and all that stuff. But you know, parkour is what this game was about. Yeah, seriously, that's what it felt like. It was like reaching to an aged uh, extreme generation, right? And we're like, you know, we you could do anything. And also, I will say, my memory of it is. I really enjoy, like, it felt seamless playing so, it. So, I'm, I'm glad you brought this up, because I remember watching this game being played, and watching the previews, and this game, this game made waves at E3 more uh-huh. than a lot of games that I've ever seen make waves. When they showed that first trailer for this game, the teaser, because I don't think it was in-game engine, but it was a show, it was showing off the Xbox 360 graphics, and it was Ezio walking through a crowd, and then and uh, and like getting some vantage point and jumping down on someone and killing him with the wrist yeah. blades and everyone just lost their fucking mind at the proof of concept of what this game could yeah. be. And I remember watching that and being like, "That is the coolest shit I have ever seen." And then playing it though, I remember feeling, and I've never been able to get rid of this feeling anymore. That you have like a, it's basically just a sprint button. Yes, that gets you anywhere. So it's it's very seamless. Yeah, and it flows very well, but it isn't fun. It's one of those things that you and I always talk about where it looks really cool, but that doesn't necessarily mean it's fun to play. I would I would say it's very similar to like the Batman fighting style games where it's sure. like press A, press A, press right. A, press right. A, press A. And you're like, and oh, look okay, really cool. cool. Actually, look, the, the, the combat is very similar in Assassin's it Creed. It is yeah. very yeah. similar because you can take on 30 guys right. and kind of counter hit, hit, are hit, you, hit. Are you a fan of that fight mechanic? I am because like I am not... You know, maybe this makes me a not a serious gamer. Just like heads up, there, like hey, heads up. There's no such thing. You, okay, you good. game how you want to game. I, will I say, fucking hate that so much. Because w- apparently, I'm not a gamer because I don't like Red Dead. Even though it's just that I have oh, nuanced really? opinions on what games. Are, See, like, but then I, I like don't. I've as. never played Demon Souls or like you know, doesn't matter Bloodborne and stuff like that. So like to me, it's it's that like I the same reason I don't like fighting games, is right? Because I don't like learning very serious combinations. Sure, sure. Of like, and if I didn't do that, oh, I didn't do it. Oh my god, I'm dead. No, I like like feeling like a superhero and kicking ass, and I'm okay with that. Yes, can it get monotonous at times? Oh, absolutely. Right. You know, that was my least favorite part of the Spider-Man games, which I really loved. Yeah, yeah. Is that like, well, when you do it for the 40th time, you're like, okay, you it's, know? It's funny, like, I almost feel like people feel the need to apologize for enjoying that style of fighting. That's a good point, man. I always, I always love it. I'm never upset when that's the style of fighting in a game. Um, Ghost of Tsushima is even somewhat similar to mm. it. Uh, and I'm totally cool with that. I love the combat in the Batman Arkham Knight series yep. or Arkham series. Uh, the Assassin's Creed combat I thought was one of the better parts of it. Whereas I thought it was what I was going to love was the parkour. I actually really enjoyed the combat. 
Because yeah. that was one thing I remember playing, and it was one of the first times that this style of combat was incorporated in a game. And I remember playing it and thinking, like, I've never felt so cool when I'm when I'm you know, except in like a quick time event in God right. of War. It felt like you were fighting in a quick time event, but actually controlling it. Yeah, and, and one of the least favorite parts of my God of, God of War experience is the quick time events. Yes. And I, I remember with Assassin's Creed, and even when it gets even more, a little bit more um, detailed or, you know, complicated, yep. the, even in Black Flag or, you know, Odyssey, I played Odyssey as well, is that like you can go from like, you know, uh, knife, 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 turn around, shoot a guy, and then stab a guy in your right. Yes. And you're like, and it pretty seamlessly, but not like as simple as just press A the whole time. You right. can actually switch around and make it feel strong. Well, that's, I, yeah, that's one of the interesting things like in 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 Batman, where it's like this, the core mechanic is the same, but then yeah. they introduce like, well, but if you press two buttons or yeah. then you press this yeah. and, the, and then it really does open up to be whatever you want it to be. No, and I, I, I think they've done a, a good job of that. You feel strong. You feel yeah. dangerous. But in this game, unlike Batman or Arkham Asylum or, you know, those games, uh, you still are, you're not a superhero. Right. Like, you can you can destroy a few people, but they will outnumber you. Yes. And you got to get back on the run. Yeah. And I always enjoyed that part of, like, I, I like the games, like the Hitman series, like those ones where, you're like, you can stare at the environment a couple times and go, okay, so how is this going to play yeah. out? Yeah. Okay, if I attack him, he attacks me, but if I go after that guy first, I like that planning level, like that Mission Impossible level of sure. planning. yeah, absolutely. I enjoy that. And so when they started doing those, and it's not every mission, and I wish it was, it's not every mission, but when you start doing that part, it's really good because if you fail on that, they will get you. They'll overnumber you. Yeah. They'll outnumber you, excuse yeah. me. And I enjoy that. Yeah, it's funny because you say not every mission and this and that, and and that reminded me of one of the big drawbacks on this game, which mm. is there were essentially three mission types. Yeah. If I remember correct, it was like an assassination where you had to like get one person. Right. There were the tailing missions. Yes, and a then lot of those. There was one other style of mission that I, I don't, honestly, I, I don't even remember, but I remember at a certain point playing this game, I, I went through the full gamut of emotions the first night of myself playing this game. I probably played it for like four or five hours the first day I had it. Mm. And I went from being like, this is the coolest shit in the world yeah. to knowing that on the perimeter of my thoughts, there was this feeling of, this isn't as good as you thought it was going to be. Like kind of nice. tickling and pushing it away. Like, no, 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 this is a really good game. I really, yeah, exactly, <laughs> yeah, yeah. exactly. And then by the end of the night, I remember just like, drawing it I was trying to get into some like fortified area and I draw a garden he'd like lose sight of me I'd climb up jump down on him another guard would come I'd lose sight of him climb up jump, and I just gamed the system and I'm yeah. like and then I got into the fortress and I was like it's another fucking escort type mission and then this like if you follow too close or too far too, too far game over screen game, has know. that changed in the series like I need I need you to be um, kind of like my uh, translator of old to new because my last experience with with Assassin's Creed is is Black Flag. You know, well, Black Flag is the most unique of the experiences. And while the world has gotten genuinely bigger, like playing Odyssey, it's it's huge. It's yeah. way bigger than Red Dead. Like which which I'm bigger. not. I, I've said this a lot on the podcast. Bigger in terms of world size does not mean better to me. So this is this is the part where I may lose some people because I've I've been saying I really like this game. And when we go back and talk about Assassin's Creed One, I'll have very specific thoughts about Assassin's Creed One. Yes. But as as the game has progressed since then, I, my issue with the developer and the game as a whole is while things get better and while you can get more, you know, outfits and and you face more enemies and you get more weapons and everything gets more and more and more, and while you always sit there and go, Well, that's good. Yes. If they don't execute them properly, 
everything is a B plus. Yes. And then it just hundred percent. Everything just yes. dilutes itself after a while, and you're like, well, it do just I feels really frivolous. Wanna? Like even when I was playing Odyssey, and it's like the boat mechanics kind of had taken a step down from Black Flag. How? Oh, I, like worse? Yeah, hundred percent. Oh and, wow. And I don't know how that is because maybe I, you know, I don't really, I don't want to pause it why that might be, but like I think it was that in in Black Flag you only had like three types of ships, right? And so it was easy to kind of match them up. And now in this one, you're like you're in a raft and you're in this. I didn't enjoy. How about this? I don't know if it was, wasn't good. I didn't enjoy sailing sure, in Odyssey, sure. okay? And so I'm doing all these things where I'm like, well, if I don't want to sail, so how do I get to this? So how do I get to this? And if you're making those conscious decisions in your brain about a video To avoid game, monotony. Exactly. Yeah. And you're like, oh, I got to get in the horse, but the horse sucks. And then I, oh, no. That, see, that is. Horses! It's horses! Rod like the wind, bullseye! <laughs> You're a good podcast. Nay, nay, nay. It's, it's, it's funny you bring up horses uh, because, you know, we talk all the time about how spoiled we've gotten with horse mechanics since Red Dead. Yeah. But Red Dead is the next game I wanted to talk about where that was one of the fears that I had where that lingering on the perimeter's thought of like, you don't want to drive, you don't want to ride your horse to this next mission because you're not enjoying it. And I'm like, fuck, like it's starting. It's starting. Man, if I could tell you to go back and play Odyssey, you'd go back and play Red Dead and go like, I can't wait to jump on this goddamn horse well, because it feels more realistic. This one felt like a horse that was floating. Like that's like, like The Witcher as well. I yes, tried to go back yes. and play The Witcher 3 and it's like, this is trash. The, you know how the like, artists always talk about the hardest thing to draw in the world is a horse? Like, <laughs> and it's like, well, video games is the hardest thing to animate is a horse. It's a horse, it seems like it, yeah. Um, because like, oh, and so like, I was just using the horse as an example there, but like all these little parts just aren't as enjoyable. Right. And so when I think about Assassin's Creed 1, I think about how simplistic it was. It was it was more linear. Sure. Like go down this road, watch these people, watch these, turn these things. Yep. And there's only so many options. So it's kind of more just fine-tuned. It's yeah. tight. And and where I where it lost me, when it was tight and small, I enjoyed the game. Like, hey, take this compound. Great. The compound's only this big. Right. right. Let's take it. That's fun. Like set pieces. hundred yeah. percent. But when it gets big and go like, you got to travel this world. I'm like, oh, this is where this game falls apart. And you start going, maybe I don't appreciate Rockstar enough sometimes, but yeah, uh, you know, as for all their faults, I don't appreciate them sometimes, but th it felt like uh, too much too fast for them. Whereas I wonder, because Assassin's Creed one was the best taste I ever left any of these segments or any of these moments of the series with the best taste of my mouth. Really? Yeah. That's interesting. Cause I, I worry that the game the first game almost was a proof of concept ah. and they just, they tweaked it around the mechanics so much. Even even to the point where they, they talk about how the first game just wasn't as fluid. Okay. And I remember the game being very fluid, but now I'm thinking I probably just oh, remember no. playing two and four right. and thinking this is very fluid. Yeah. So yeah, if, yeah. if one of the core things that we know about the Assassin's Creed franchise is the fluidity, even though I don't necessarily find that fun, Finding that it's it's now rigid is going to be so frustrating, if that's the case. I don't know. Because oh, this game came out in 2007, so it yeah. was right around all of that, like kind of the newness of parkour and all that. And, and there have been a lot of improvements since uh, this came out. Uh, to, to parkour. To, kind of, to, to parkour in yeah. general. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's feet, shoe technology. Everyone's feet, I don't know if you know this, are 25% stronger than they really? were in 2007. And that's just to enable parkour. Oh. That's amazing. Well, yeah. good for us. Yeah. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Good, good on us. Humans. Good for us. We did it. We, plus one humanity. <laughs> and then you look you look back and like, oh, and a, a mine. Okay, we'll get in the minus minuses for, in a bit. For yeah. a bunch. Yeah. yeah, but for that fleeting moment, <laughs> that feeding moment, hey. we were 25% stronger. Um, the So this game came out in 2007, like I said. Uh, number one takes place in Jerusalem, Masyaf, uh, Acre, and Damascus. I think I mispronounced at least two of those. Yeah. Um, 
Wait, this first one takes in Jerusalem? Yeah, this is has Man. like D- Dome of the Rock and yeah. I I think I think my brain skips immediately to uh, Italy. Same with me. Yeah. No, one hundred percent. For wow. it wasn't until I reread this that I was like, right, like you're in San Gimignano and all these places. Huh. Like you're not there until number two. Wow. So because in the first one you're Altair and and it's it's like I remember the Dome of the Rock being right. like a very iconic thing. Like you could climb all up on. Yeah. I, it's so funny because we talk about this on the retrograde all the time on this podcast all the time about franchise bleed. Yes. And yes. This, other than other than when they start going from outside of three, then they start going very iconic about like this is about Norse mythology and this, this is, is about the pirates. revolution and this, this is yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah exactly yeah. oh yes the revolution yeah. as well yeah Brother, I think that's Assassin's Creed Brotherhood possibly Brotherhood yes yeah yeah yeah, yeah. there's yeah. unity as well yep there's a couple of them so other than saying like oh this is a very specific uh, installment in the franchise yes the first three uh, might be just all blended together yeah I, I think they very much are and I worry that we remember the best of it from numbers two and numbers three but there's there's obviously no way we're going to know for sure until we actually play this, this game first one came out in 2007 and there's been that many versions so here's the thing there's been that many versions since it holy and shit. this game has sold this is one of the best selling franchises of all time which yeah. i don't know that it's necessarily a surprise to anyone no but i'm going to read you uh one two three i'm going to read you four franchises okay. in in no particular order and i want you to tell me where you think they rank uh in terms of the Highest franchise sales of all time. Okay. Okay. You don't need to give me the numbers because I know you you hate that. I, I hate but that. But just just one, two, three, four. And this isn't the top franchise and like this is isn't actually number one, two, three, four. It's just which one is higher than which. So selling highest to lowest. Yes. Okay. Selling highest to lowest. I you could say that if you didn't want to explain it in two thousand words <laughs> or less, but whatever. Um okay. So we're gonna go with uh Grand Theft Auto. Okay. Mario Kart. Yeah. Pokemon. Okay. Madden and Assassin's Creed. So five total. So five including oh, it. So I'll say that again. Grand Theft Auto, Mario Kart, Madden, Pokemon. Assassin's Creed. <laughs> Grand Theft Auto, number one. Okay. Madden, number two. Okay. Assassin's Creed, Pokemon, Mario Kart. How'd I do? Not bad. Oh, really? You did what I would have done as well, oh. which is overestimate how much Madden would have sold. Because year to year, it's you a would, yearly you game. You would think so. Oh. But that's what's so surprising to me, because we know okay. about Madden forever, Yeah, right? Yeah. Um, the, but 2007 is when Assassin's Creed first came out, and it's higher than Madden. Whoa. It's higher than Mario Kart. Yeah. Uh, Pokemon is actually the highest selling. It's uh, 368 million. Th- mobile, Would, mobile stuff, man. It makes sense. Probably, yeah, know, yeah, yeah. Uh, GTA is the is the next on the list yeah. with 315 million. Assassin's Creed is the next one oh, with 155. Wow. So that means it oversold Mario Kart at 152 million, wow. which that honestly surprises me. But then the more you think about it, cross console and, yeah. and, and number and of only entries, been so and, many Mario Karts, right, and, right. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, Madden at 130 million, which to me is Whoa, fucking baffling. That yeah. blows my it's, mind. It's that, that's absolutely baffling. And, and here's the thing too: is where this is honestly, I think a lot of the success of Assassin's Creed comes from how much people loved the uh, the initial showing of it. It resonated in our minds so much that we were willing to basically forgive a mediocre first entry into the into the series and just take more and more and more as they released right. it. Um, the first one was given a Metacritic average of about 81%, okay. which isn't bad. No. But when you're comparing it to how much hype it had before it came out is a lot lower. And it's like the crazy thing about it is how much the scores vary. One Up gave it a 7 out of 10. 
Game Informer, 9.5 out of 10. Whoa. Uh, GameSpot, 9 out I of 10. You didn't, you didn't do Informer. The... Thank you very much. I'm most about Tucker's Game of the I am. I gave it a 9.5. Oh. <laughs> What'd you say? I steal your friend's watch. Oh, you did? Remember how oh, st- yes. How Snow, Snow st- stole your, your friend's uh, friend watch. of a friend's watch. Allegedly. Allegedly, a friend of oh, a no. friend of a friend of a friend. I refused to say allegedly last time because I know it's true, but whatever. I mean. You saw him do it? No. Well, then it's a legend. I don't want to get sued. <laughs> yes, Snow's allegedly. Snow's got that big legal money. He's litigious. <laughs> ice, ice baby. Um, the I know that's not Snow, but you know, Snow and yeah. Ice, they go hand in hand. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They're gay married. That's true. Whoa. Not allegedly. No, it's true. don't do this. They're both litigious. <laughs> <laughs> um, GameSpot gave it a nine. IGN gave it a 7.5. Whoa. And then from Fixed there, brain. from there, uh, number two got a 90% average. Whoa. Brotherhood got a 90% average. Revelations down to an 80. Number three and 84. Black Flag and 86. Odyssey 87. Valhalla 82. I'm surprised Valhalla is so low because it's getting a lot of like people who people I know are absolutely all over that yeah. game. But I think it's just this thing of like, do you like the formula? Okay, here's that formula with Norse mythology. Do you like that formula? Here's that. Like, I want to go back to Italy. Like, yeah. I give me, give me that again yeah. and I'd probably give it another shot. I'd love to hear from the D-pads on what their favorite iteration of Assassin's Creed is. That's a great question. Yeah. And I wonder how much of that is associated with your precondition. Of yeah, like, is it like, this was the best single game because right. I like Assassin's Creed? Or is it, I like pirates, I like Black Flag? Right, right. You know, which would be an insane- I like turtles. To say, yeah, exactly. I like turtles. I want Ninja Turtles. <laughs> Assassin's Creed Ninja Turtles? Now that would be a game. Now, here we go. Just the Ninja Turtles- if you saw a trailer where Ninja Turtle had I'm the so nut, excited to had see the wrist going. blade, <laughs> where they're like they're like Splinter's like you know what to do It's like shoom, and you're like ooh, and they're red like the so oh. Raphael with the thing just puts up a red hood over yeah. that. Oh my god! Well, Raphael with the the size, what do they call those? Yeah, Sign. they they uh, where he's like singing Ganyam style the whole time. And yes. you're like what's going on? <laughs> what sigh? Oh, cause sigh sang Gangnam style. What or? Nick Weiger's Gungan, <laughs> Gungan style. style. Yeah, yes, yeah, of hey, course. Stay tuned for next week for more yeah. about that. Star Wars is going to be the next game in the uh, in the movie to video game entry, which I'm fucking Every week for. is a new horror I have to play that yeah. I'm like excited <laughs> yeah. and go yeah. like, oh, what is that going to be like? Yeah. Dude, that was my uh, thought about the movie that we, we watched this week and even this game. I, I'm so... Curious about playing Assassin's Creed 1. Well, I, I think maybe, obviously we got to take a break eventually and, and rate this game uh, as it stands in the modern day. But before we do that, I think we should probably rate it as we uh, as we remember it. So uh, for those of you who are new or may have just forgotten, Andrew hey. and I each give these games two specific rankings. Yeah. I'm not going to say that whole thing. I forget it. Why? But basically, well, I don't have it in front of me and I just- It's a big I, week. When, whenever I say it, your eyes just roll in the back of your head. You hate when I read that. So no. I'm just, I'm just going to say this. So Andrew and I are each going to give okay. these these games a uh, ranking out of four bits for our subjective score as we remember it. Take a little bit of a break, play the game, and then rank it again out of four bits each as it stands in the modern day. Is that better, Andrew? I don't know. No? Can I say that? <laughs> you're probably, you're probably no, not right. Probably, yeah. yeah, I know. I don't mind. I, it's like take your medicine. It's essential. I need it. Uh, you know what I mean? So yeah, we're going to rate this one we thought as kids. For those four. of you who are newer, maybe just forgotten, Andrew and I each give these great. <laughs> Sorry, I'm not going to Oh my God. <laughs> okay, so what I thought as a kid out of four. Um, I love this game. Uh, I really thought this game was really important. Uh, it had long, for a first game, Zero IP, no famous people. Like, you know, now we have Cyberpunk and yep. Death yep. Stranding with famous movie stars and right, stuff right. like that. This was the launch of a huge franchise. Yes. And 
and even if they didn't make a second one, those that, you know, the hood and the, you know, the eagle and the wrist blades and all that, the parkour, that would have stuck as an iconic moment in right. my life. Yep. And, you know, it's, it's odd because when we talk about these games, you usually relate them to how good of an experience I had. Was this a good game? I'm very curious. To, I, you know what? I love where you're going with this. Because in a lot of ways, it didn't matter that this game was good. It hit a huge impression yes. on me. It stayed with me forever. And you could, it's like I always joke about, like you could wake me up in the middle of the night. They're like, Assassin's Creed. I'm like, yeah, yeah, so it's, uh, Templars. Yeah, yeah, I got yeah, it. Yeah, 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 okay. yeah. I, I know this game down to cold, and yet I know nothing about it. Right. And so it didn't matter that it was good or not. It mattered that it was impressionable. I'm going to give this 3.5 out of 4. Just for the impression. Yeah. Interesting. It was in That's, it's an important game. I, I agree with you 100%. I, I think if I... Here's the thing. I probably would have given it a 3.5 if I had never played it. <laughs> like, like it, I... I it's like the trailer was better than the movie? It, literally, for me, it was. Yeah. And, and here's the thing is, I don't think I can ever explain to you guys how excited I was for this game. I, this was like this was back in the day, like in my obsession, obsession with video games and and the culture around video games mm. and reading EGM magazine front to back in the opening days of like the One Up podcast, where it was yeah. just like a video that would come out sometimes, and and I had a video iPod, which was like the coolest reviews fucking on the thing run. in the world. Reviews on the run, same yeah. thing. Like that's the kind of thing that I just like. I consumed it. I couldn't wait for it. Time could not go by fast enough. And then that fateful night when I was playing it, I just. I felt it creeping in. It's like, it's almost like when you, uh, when you wake up and you don't want to be hung over uh-huh. and you're like, oh, I'm oh, actually pretty good. Like yeah. I'm fine. And then you're in the shower and you kind of feel like a little thing in the back of your head and you're like, no, 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 that's just, I'm just tired, like whatever. And then as the day goes, you're like, this day is going to fucking suck. This is a real shrimp pasta of a day. <laughs> Can we make that a real oh, 100%. This gets a real shrimp pasta. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. Oh, my God. Um, yeah, and I remember the more I played it, the more I just came to the realization that this game was not for me. And yet, and yet, okay. I still thought about it a lot. I think it was very iconic. I didn't go out and say I hated it. I wanted to love very it. Very iconic, Junior. Hey, hey, Can hey, I? Hey, hey, sorry. That's, I, I don't, I don't know if that's the best or worst thing I've ever said on this podcast. I love it because I make dumb jokes like that all the time. So look, just like my PlayStation 5 is making me uh. assimilate, now you're assimilating to us by SF4K TV. <laughs> we are the PS5. <laughs> Very Isn't it just tenure. we are Borg? No, yeah, we, we are Borg. Yeah, yeah. yeah, we are PS5. We are PS5. Yeah. And I am dissatisfied with Ooh. this game uh, or was back when I played it. Uh, you know, not so much that I gave up on the franchise though. So there was something there I knew that in spite of the fact that it didn't all come together, mm-hmm. I loved the aesthetic. Uh, I loved the architecture. I loved the historical significance of all of the the landscapes and the setting and the care that they brought to bringing this architecture to life. Right. Uh, I felt like, just like Sex in the City, the setting was as much a character as Ezio himself. Guys, the fifth um, character, yeah. But New let York. me, actually, before I, give, before I give my review, I want to ask you this quick question. Ah. Before you played Assassin's Creed for the first time, did yeah. you know about the outside thing with like the animus and all that or was that a complete surprise no that was that was a surprise to me it was a surprise to me as well and that was one of the things that i was like well fuck this game i was not not interested in that at all i feel honest i'm not still not sure why it's a thing yeah i really couldn't we just go back in time and play that character you would hope so i don't think anyone loves the story because they get to be as play as desmond miles or whatever the fuck his name was that is exactly his name (laughs) 
Holy shit. Um, the, uh, but, but the, just the walk around a corporate building. <laughs> That's your mission every four right. missions. Y- y- you know what's more fun than being able to parkour up the Coliseum? Yeah. Is being able to walk to an elevator and take it to the top floor of a room where you get to speak to someone who has no significance at <laughs> the all. The administrative assistant's like, uh, I'm sorry, you can't go past it. And you're like, yeah, I understand. And it's like, oh, this is cool. What a cool game this is. Uh, Kathy and HR wants to meet with you. Yeah, like, fuck. Oh, meetings, am I right? (laughs) Not before my morning brown. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Uh, It's uh, Glenn's birthday, so we all got to go to the conference. Oh, my God. I was just killing people. so stupid yeah and uh, and and it was feelings like that that made me ultimately dissatisfied with this mm. game it wasn't a bad game but it was didn't leave for me the impression that it did for you i'm giving this one a two and a half out of four. Oh, yeah. okay well there you go actually with all that description i thought you were gonna go lower and i was gonna be like "Ooh, i'm proud of you <laughs> no no because it's not, not because it's not uh, it wasn't bad it just couldn't live up to the hype and i think mm. 2.5 is a middling score but it's slightly better than average okay. and better than average is just I expected more than average for this game. So 2.5 was a disappointment. Right. Whereas if I had no inclination or expectation and I, and I gave something a two and a half, it doesn't necessarily mean it's bad. Okay. But this to me was, was a disappointing two and a half. Oh, interesting. So a three and a half and a two and a half gets a six out of eight, a very good score. Uh, and sets us up pretty interestingly for our current scores. I, I think it does, and I think uh, there's only one way to figure out what those current scores are, and that's to play this game. Right. But before but, we do... Yeah, before we do, we want to mention that we received this game in partnership with ANC Games, a wonderful retro video game store in Toronto, Ontario. Located right in the stunning Toronto uh, <laughs> suburb, not a suburb, but suburb. it's right at uh, College and Spadina. <laughs> yeah, College and Spadina. We should play that like, uh, you know, like when you're at a hotel and you go to the hotel channel because hotels have channels. Yes. And uh, they're like, hey, don't you want to go to the spa? And it's like a light piano music. like, And I'm like watching. I'm like, you know, I do want to order a pay-per-view movie now that you say it. You know? Yeah. Which just must be like an outdated thing now that you don't like, why would you order a pay-per-view movie? I have a laptop, you know? If I go to a hotel, it feels like going out to the movies. It's a luxury. I like doing it. Yeah. I No, no, no. Not going to the hotel. Ordering a movie. Yeah. Oh, no, I get yeah. what you're saying. It's the same thing as room service. Who's ever had room service? They're like, that is so good. Right. But you it's do it. You get to eat it in a bed that you don't give a fuck about. <laughs> this burger for that was $27 is so good. You and know? the ketchup is all over the sheets and I don't care. Actually, except for the little ketchup glass bottles. Oh, yeah. yeah. Mm, Thank you. Or, or even in the, little, the little metal dishes. Oh, a little bit. The, you know what they're called? Cloches. I did not know that. That is called a cloche. Mm. That's a real luxury you get, just like you get at ANC Games. ANC Games. Yeah, no, but seriously, thank you guys so much. They're, uh, as we mentioned on last week's episode, going to be providing us with the games that we play. No more use of ROMs. We hate using ROMs. Yeah. We love and respect the uh, the retro game industry, and we want to support local businesses, and especially one as acclaimed. If you're not from Toronto, yeah. uh, you may not know this, but if you are from Toronto, you already know of ANC yeah, Games. They're a legend. Andrew and I were fans of ANC Games before we started this podcast, mm-hmm. and, uh, and, and kind of seeked them out yeah. <laughs> for, for, for this partnership and we we thank them so much they're located obviously uh, I, I mentioned this in the last episode 452 Spadina Avenue you can go to their website it's acgamesonline.com and see everything they have to offer yeah seriously check them out they're really good people and, and they've made uh, they've opened the doors to all these games that we can play now so we're so excited to play Assassin's Creed from ASC Games absolutely alright let's uh, let's give it a shot Andrew and uh, we'll see them on the other side hey let's go do this okay bye just like <laughs> oh, is that wrist blades? Yeah. Oh, no. I thought that's the sound you made. I did. Oh, yeah. Sure. Yeah, but nobody, you don't like when we're assassins, we don't have to go like, ah, murder. Uh, <laughs> that's why I couldn't be a good assassin. Oh, is yeah. that the only reason? 
that and the fact that I'm real squeamish with blood. Oh, that'll do it. All right, let's go play the game. <laughs> okay, bye. Swing. <laughs> Is Assassin's Creed Ivan Drago? <laughs> Creed's assassin? Oh, <laughs> sorry, it's Creed's comma assassin. Like attorney's general? Yeah, attorney's general. <laughs> All right, so Ubisoft. Ubisoft. Is it Ubi or Ubi? Ubi Ubisoft. I was, Ubisoft. What happens when uh, I walk into your room stark naked? Ubi hard. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, so this, so what we're watching here, this this scene uh, at the very beginning of the game is sort of a, it's a hanging scene, and this was the teaser from E3, if I'm not mistaken. Okay. So what we're watching right now, everyone thought this was in-game graphics of Ezio walking through and like pushing his way through the crowd, so people lost their fucking shit. They were uh, like, these graphics are the craziest things I've ever seen. And wow. as, as Ezio runs through... With his blade, slow motion kills everyone. I remember feeling like there's no way the gameplay looks like that or, or fighting looks like that. And it turns out that's where I was wrong. That is what the combat looks like. I, you know, it's funny though. So he, he went after a couple of guards that were hanging uh, people and uh, the people were still hung. Yeah, he didn't cut them down. He didn't save them. <laughs> what was the point of that? I have no idea. Oh, faceless. Ah, scary. It's very we're All we're doing right now is the training section. Guess this is like getting us into the animus, sorry. Yeah. I don't like this. It's like moving so, in and out of, of consciousness almost. And the voiceover is kind of telling you like, you could hear the real world going like he's he's not ready. We need to we need to we need to pull him back. Yeah, you know, all that kind of stuff. It's legitimately though making me feel like I have a seizure because it's flashing and just I. I'm really surprised there's not a this. seizure warning before the game. Before the game. Oh, I really don't like this, man. This I don't understand why they do this. This is one of the worst tutorials I've ever experienced. You can't move without it like flashing, and anytime you get some momentum, it basically. It, like if I, if we were playing a ROM right now, I would think that the game was gl glitched out. Yeah, this is uh, very unsettling. I didn't like that at all. I'm, I'm so glad that's over, and I learned nothing. Yeah, learned except that maybe my two and a half wasn't all that bad. Like already, the game starts by putting you in this like animus thing, and I'm like, how do we skip through this fucking cutscene? I've already tried. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I'm not an assassin, not anymore. Not anymore. He's simultaneously more angry and not angry enough. Oh, Desmond? Yeah, yeah he's, he, like, he, he's he like, he's like, fuck you. And you're like, whoa, that's too much. And he's like, I'm not an assassin. And you're like, well, you should be more mad, Desmond. We'll induce a coma and continue our work. This is some really good slanted video game character nonsense where you're like, I don't care. I'm an asshole. Yeah, and you're yeah, like, yeah, yeah. oh, you're an asshole. I am evil with no redeeming qualities. Yeah. Why am I like this? You'll never find out. I go, okay. Okay, graphics though. Graphics are great. Great. Actually great. Like I can't believe how good they are. Honestly, if 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 I walked in and someone were playing this, I 100% would believe if they told me this was a Xbox One game. Yeah, it was a modern, modern yep. or just before previous yeah, generation. Yeah, yeah. Oh, right. I remember uh, all the, the buttons kind of control your hands in different ways. And when you're holding the gentle push button, your hand could get like stuck on NPCs yes, in yeah. this weird puppet way. Ah, here we go. To portly women. To Andy Richter to Andy women. Richters. <laughs> so it's teaching you how to get through huge, dense populations, which will be a huge part of this game going forward is, you know, being comfortable in crowds and yes. how to get through crowds and when to use them, when to not use this, them. This game is not for the socially anxious person. No, or the COVID crowds. Yeah, true. I do like that whole gentle push button, the ability to kind of like ease your way through a crowd. 
was very new at the time that it came out. I don't know if I remember this. The, I don't remember how literal the, the tutorial was. Just talking low profile, high profile. Like, it's really, really handholdy right now. It's got the gentle push button oh. right on you. Man, the graphics look really good. They do. I'm very curious to see once we get out into a crowd what the other NPCs look like. And what the environment looks yes. like. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Like, how flat are they? Because or... I remember the environments being the draw in this game. Yeah. So I don't yeah. know if maybe I misremembered, but the people look pretty good so far. Oh, the faceless people is I don't so like it. terrifying. I don't like Yeah, everyone in the training portion of the Animus have basically mannequin faces. You know, it's 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 funny, you know, like, I want to yell about the, you know, instructions and stuff like that, but at the same time, it only speaks to how novel this game was that they needed to go, hey, everything you know about video games is going to kind of change. That's very true. It would be hard to just throw you into this and get you to figure it out. Exactly. I, I agree. Lightly provoke an armed response of this soldier. All right. I like it. Provoke him. It's like push him, shove him, run past him, or just jump when he can see you. Like, wait, what? <laughs> just jumping? These guards hate Mario types. <laughs> Don't you dare punch a brick. These soldiers are Dr. Pepper fans. You love <laughs> Mr. Pib. Whoa. Hide in the roof garden. See you later. I remember, yeah, these, these roof gardens. <laughs> Very stylish in the 15th century. I don't know what you're joking about. I have six roof gardens. <laughs> I have six roof gardens and only one roof. I, I'm an eccentric millionaire. Have I not told you this? <laughs> this is like classic Metal Gear Solid shit where they walk by a box and they don't go, there's a box in the middle of the hallway. Yeah. Do you want to check it? No, I don't have time. No. Let's keep going. Blend. Press and hold A while walking. You can mimic a scholar. <laughs> so there's a press A to mimic scholar button. <laughs> yeah. They're like, you can mimic nerd by holding books. <laughs> oh, wow. That's interesting. Press A to get wedgied. <laughs> press X to yell my glasses. Hey, scholar, I love your wrist blades. <laughs> always be discreet. Did this need to be a robot woman? Yeah. It's the Animus. I guess Again, so. it's the time where, like, this is before Siri, where we re realized we were going to make it human voices. That's right? a really good point. But that, that's my thing of, like, looking back from the future and seeing how funny it is to think what we thought the future was going to be like at this right. point in time. Like, we talk about all the time, Blade Runner, the screens in Blade Runner are just, like, MS-DOS. Yeah. Like, they didn't yeah. understand graphical user interfaces were going to be a thing. Well, they also didn't exist, too. Yeah. Nothing is true. Everything, everything is, permitted. is permitted. Well, that is the Assassin's Creed. That is the Assassin's... That is the titular... That's the eponymous... The titular eponymous Assassin's Creed. <laughs> so here's the thing is when they give you... When they give you control over the player in the scene, it feels cool to be able to move around, but you can also just make everything look fucking ridiculous. He's just circling constantly. <laughs> oh, All right, so we're learning Archie. a little bit of free step, they Well, call if it. only they taught me this in the goddamn tutorial. <laughs> yeah, the 20-minute tutorial. <laughs> of a cave. Press up for the blade. Right. All right let's get. So the here's this is okay. what this is the issue is that there now that we've done that dumb tutorial that we just lived through. Yeah. Now we're playing a mission and it's still teaching us stuff. Why yeah. didn't they just do this? Yeah, I agree with you. Okay, so we're gonna lock onto this guy, get a low profile with X, and we're gonna stab him. Low profile kill. Yeah, a little interesting. Same color scheme as you, so that feels odd. Yeah, the red and white. I kind of thought that was going to be one of my friends. And I'll never know if we could have been friends because I just killed him. You have already broken two tenets of our creeds. Well, they're, they're just telling me I'm breaking creeds all over the place. Now I'm a real Ivan Drago. You are the true Assassin's Creed. <laughs> so I'm going after yellow dude, but beside him, he's got a bunch of red dudes. Yeah, so you got to figure out how is this going to work? 
I'm just a scholar. Hello. <laughs> I'm just a is scholar in a cave. Is this where the books are? Is this the this Augusty Covenant? Work. This is... Okay. I'm not going to lie. When that first happened, when I first played that, I was like... Oh, when so you when you first like parkour cool. over all the logs and stuff like yeah. that, yeah, it, that was the coolest fucking thing in the world. And they do a good job. So right now we're we're climbing up, and it is kind of the you know hold right trigger and A, and and you just keep on moving. But it's not like a uh, Uncharted where yes. it's it's you can only do it in certain places. Like you really can climb and do whatever you want wherever you want. Okay, cool. Another cutscene, please. I trust your mission. Stealth kill. <laughs> My friend's talking to me. I'm trying to stealth kill him. He's not not working. This game looks awesome. This game looks really fucking good. Really good. I can't get past how good it looks. We said, wait until we get to the environment. Wait until we get outside. We are, and it looks great. Hello, everybody. Past I always have loved that part of the Assassin's Creed thing where you're like, hop, 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 and you like jump off a 30-foot thing and then land with some people having lunch, and they're like, yeah. hey, what? And, and you're like, like, uh... Hello. That was cool. I was that Dracula? That was cool. <laughs> oh, he's a count. Oh, it's kind of weird in these games when you get to points where you can't just yeah. kind of like sprint through it when, when the momentum really slows down. Well, this is why I was kind of interested in this part of the game because, you know, going back to Jerusalem where so much of the game in my memory was in Venice. Yes. And with the tight streets of Venice and kind of being on top of them and hopping between posts and stuff. Or like or like in San Gimignano where there's all the towers. Yeah. And so you can get very high up all the time. But I mean, I guess it's it's a similar architecture at least. It, it does seem a little bit more spread out where we are currently. Yeah, but... it's, it's, it's working. Okay, here we go. Here we go. So there's this big castle. Ooh, I can't wait to get in there. Ooh, that's a big castle. Get me in that castle, baby. Ooh, sweet castle. You ride ahead hoping to be the first one back. Now I have to explain to my boss that I lost the other guys because I tried to heavy attack a Templar. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> heavy attack the heavy. Oh, he's going to write me up for this for sure. Oh, boy. Another word and I'll put my blade to your throat. Kind of weird because everyone has an accent except for you. It's a very much uh, American accent, Altair it, it, has. It is. It's Desmond. It's Desmond. Like, just going like, hey, guys. And everyone's like speaking with an accent. Yeah. My best man. I'm your best man? Wow. I So far, all that we've learned is that you're kind of not doing things right, and then our master just calls us the, his best man. Yay, killing. Destroy things. Assassing. Assassinating. Me memory fast forward. <laughs> yeah, we're also bored. Distract the Templars. Distract? That's my job? Distract them. Put a celery stick up your ass like MacGruber. <laughs> all right, here we go, Andrew. You're used to playing this game. Andrew's combat abilities are coming out. Wins his first fight. He's being attacked from all angles. Now, he's going in uh, He's going in first person yeah, mode. Yeah, I thought that would be more Just to show fun. off a little bit. How's the sword combat? Um, rudimentary. Is it just one button you're pressing here? Yeah, there is like some minor things you can do, like step grab. There is also the turbo button that kind of gives you more of a fighting posture. Okay. All right. So as you, like, kind of like what we were talking about, as the options open up, it, it looks like the combat becomes a bit more fun and complicated. Yeah, that was that was kind of good. Is this enough of a distraction for you, <laughs> Dad? Just I don't know. <laughs> distracting by cutting off people's heads. Yeah, listen, it's it's distracting. Oh, I oh. knew I was missing somebody. So here's the weird thing is they oh. try to make it very immersive by having a crazy crowd around you the whole time. But like, we're just swinging our sword wildly, which should be coming into contact with... Like, the AI should have people avoiding the guy who's swinging the sword around. 
but no. Oh, I didn't even see him there. I thought the Templar just killed the Templar. Did he? Oh, I'm, he might have. I'm pretty sure he did. And now we have to kill that Templar, even though there he may be go. on our team. Yeah, he's like, I'm a traitor. You should sign me. And I'm like, time to die. <laughs> sign him. Does <laughs> he want a shoe deal he's as well? He's a free agent. Yeah. Oh, I, I like that there's a whole mechanic where it's like, go find the bird's shit. Stand in the bird's shit. And you can see everything. <laughs> Okay, he's tempting you to jump. Let's go. Okay. And you do the first leap of faith. Oh, <laughs> iconic. The leaps of faith are really fucking cool in this. We jumped into the hay bales to kind of prove to the Templars that we're uh, uh, devoid of fear. And one of the assassins breaks his breaks leg. His leg. <laughs> oh, wait, oh, oh, there was a pole there. I did not know there was a pole there. I just took a leap of faith and it really worked. Man, there's so much, be proud. Yeah, so much faith in this game. It's a real George Michael situation. Ooh. I don't love that in this game that's all about like traversing, like stepping on clotheslines. There's a balance mechanic when you're walking across a beam. There like, is? It's fine. Yeah, it's like it's easier if you're in a low profile. All right, here we go. Some climbing. Oh, oh my God. Oh, I almost jumped off. <laughs> the way that the movement works, like, yeah. you know how Uncharted has like glowing things you have to go to? Yeah. Yep. This is a lot more intuitive than that. Like, cause yeah. you're, you're, you're looking for actual handholds, like, like things you can. Oh, no. Fuck, never mind. It's not intuitive. Fuck yeah, this. fuck this game. It's Did I die? Fuck. Well, why'd you jump off? Because I have no fear. I'm an assassin. <laughs> <laughs> Here, you try the climbing. All right, I'll try the climbing. I'll succeed in the climbing. Okay, well. Well, because you saw what I did. It's like you loosen the jar lid kind of thing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I, I, uh, I showed you what really, what you shouldn't do. Now you know not to jump to your death. Oh, don't jump to my death. This is, oh. oh. <laughs> Andrew literally almost just jumped to his death. Oh. I, God, I almost did the that thing. That would have been amazing. God, I almost did the thing you told me exactly not to do. <laughs> I do hate this thing in tutorials where- Oh my God. Andrew, I told you not to jump to your oh death. Oh my God, I jumped to my death immediately. Jesus. Immediately. Isn't that like, this shouldn't be hard. No, this is the easy part. I this think. is just weird controls. And, and like no one's shooting at us. No, no. Like, Remember how we talked about how the fluidity and, and the ease of kind of moving around? Yeah. Would we probably remember that from the more recent ones? Yes. Like I'm already kind of feeling that. Well, yeah, because you are now doing everything we didn't think you'd have to do in that slow down. Yeah. Take your time. Where usually it's like a hop, skip, and a jump. Like bang, 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 yes. bang, bang. Like this is more of a puzzle the way you have to climb up, which I think some people probably would like more yeah but this reminds me of uncharted yes you know so you made it congratulations Ooh, there's a little checkpoint there uh oh we have the whole uh tower of logs to deal with here thank god we put all those logs up at the top of that tower and you kept saying mikey you need to cut the logs and i said no no we save for the templars i love the idea it's like what's the last uh task of the day master and they're like Bring all those logs to the top of that tower. And they're like, they're never <laughs> going to use these logs. So as an entry to this franchise, so far I'm like not taken by it. You know what I mean? Like, like yeah. what a weird introduction. The things that they've had us do so far. Yeah, it feels so rudimentary. Yeah. And we're out. Wow. Oh, good. I, I hope we get to do the Animus again. Wow. Will, will you please let me explore this uh, sterile business complex, please? They really, like, they're at the crossroads of saying, we have a cool new gameplay style, but we want to create this really in-depth story that will keep people hooked. And they don't know how to intertwine the two. Right. It's all just blatant exposition. It's like, and go, 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 stop, stop, stop. Go, 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 stop, Like, stop, stop, stop. on a dime. Like, yeah. it just really, as, as 
soon as we finally felt like we were getting momentum, now we're back in the Animus. I remember hating this when it first happened, too. And, like, we like story-driven games. I, it's funny. I was just about to say that. I love story-driven games, but this is a bad story. Like, this portion, like we talked about before we started playing, I don't understand why this Animus part needs to exist. And, like, it's a cool concept as, like, oh, you can relive your cultural memories and this yeah. and that. But, like, show me this in a cutscene. I don't need to control my character here. Down for today, Mr. Miles. I suggest you return to your room and get some rest. Return my foot to your ass. Oh, Andrew, shut up. That's insubordination. And I'll go to bed with my clothes on and shoes on. <laughs> on top of the covers. Yep, totally normal. <laughs> Nothing to see here. Oh, the, the following, following morning. morning. Thank God they put text on. What is going on? Creepy doc. Waking up to you standing over me. The creepier thing is you falling asleep on top of your covers, fully clothed. It was weird when you opened your eyes, made eye contact with me, <laughs> and then started jacking off. There you go, and we're back in. See, so, <laughs> that whole moment was completely useless. Why make, it a, make it a cut scene. It, make it a cut scene. But you know, and even though we've complained about cutscenes, at least that would have been a productive one. How how much do they need to drive this home? That you are the arrogant, cocky yeah. guy. This is like the fourth or fifth cutscene where they're showing this. It's so heavy-handed. You've been demoted. Weapon lost sword. Weapon lost hidden blade. Oh no! Why? Oh my god. It <laughs> they did the thing we said it would do. Ability lost counter kills, tackle, catch ledge, grab break. Like, what, what are, why? Regain also, balance, ability lost, dodge, weapon lost, extra throwing knives, defense break, short blade expertise, sword, why, why? I also would love for them to try and explain in the, in the world of this game, how I lost abilities. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. I understand, like, we took this weapon away. Okay. But in the, it, you know, short of that, it's like, how in the world did you say, like, you forgot how to do this? It's like, what? <laughs> You, oh. Yeah, you can't break a grab anymore because you've been demoted. Oh. I remember when I was at work and I, I got in trouble and they're like, all right, next time someone grabs you, you just got to let it happen. I can't believe they take your blade and sword away. Got to earn that blade. I cannot believe they do that. We're, we're basically, we're eavesdropping someone talk about who opened the gate to let the Templars in. Find the basket weaver. Okay. Because the basket weaver saw... Basket weaver. weaver! Oh, I remember the formula of like, you eavesdrop, then you follow, then you assassinate. You eavesdrop. Those were the three things that you keep going back and uh, forth between. Yeah. Scholar? Nope. Jumper. Ah, uh, jumper. Hardly newer! <laughs> I was going to say that about scholar. <laughs> scholar. Scholar, scholar, scholar. <laughs> I was kind of jockeying as the scholar there. Did you see that? Yeah. If you run and then stop as the scholar, you're like, oop, boop, boop, boop. <laughs> <laughs> you do it like a hard trot. Oh, pickpocket. Press LT to activate the pickpocket mission. Warning, dude, too dude, close to pickpocket? They're staring at you. Hang on. Too close to pickpocket. Well, no, you 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 were already so close to them and then said, I'm going to pickpocket them. Just a scholar. Okay, time around. to pickpocket. And low profile, press and hold B to pickpocket someone while they're oh, he's walking. looking around. Boop, boop, boop. I'm a scholar. <laughs> he's he turns around you. and he's like, yo, scholar who's right behind me. Get out of here. But I'll just keep walking as though nothing's happening. Big bucket. Big bucket. Got him. Got him. See you later, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'm still behind him. He turns around, looks. He's like, I fucking lost my bag. And I'm the same guy he just yelled at. Yeah, I love it. Interrogation. Press left trigger to activate interrogation mission. Okay. I'm gonna Let's go, go beat the hell guy. out of that guy. 
follow to the despot to a secluded place. place and beat him until he speaks. Is this my experiments I have with my penis? <laughs> <laughs> speak. 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 Okay. I knew it. Thankfully, he's walking behind a building right now. Yeah, that guy's got to go pee or something like that. Nice. Nice block. Punched him. I <laughs> yield. One uppercut, and he's good to go. Got two punches to the head. He's like, oh, whatever you want to know. I'll tell you my pin code. And welcome back to the retrograde. Andrew, the way that you did that does not follow our creed. Oh, no. Am I too cocky? You're too cocky. No. I'm going to stab you ah. and then take away your sword. No. And your blade. But I'm stabbed. Why would I'm dead? Why would I need that? I'm not done. Oh. And you're throwing Ryan knives. Done. And, you're <laughs> and you're extra throwing knives. Oh. And your ability to break holds. Oh, no. And your ability to fall what? long distances. Wait. You were demoted. It's a, like any other job. You've got huh? demoted. Do I need to explain this to you? Like, I understand taking stuff away, but how And your you health bar. What? Yeah. So how are you doing that? Well, listen, I did also stab you. Explain so, kayfabe. <laughs> explain in kayfabe how yeah, that yeah, is. yeah, 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 yeah. You know, like, yeah. I, I took away your health pack. Okay. Oh, yes. Ooh, that health pack really was doing me a solid. <laughs> I love the idea that, like, uh, I don't I don't even know what century this game is based in. But 14th. 14th century. Thank I don't know you. if that's true. Okay. Uh, and he, like, <laughs> like a plastic health pack he opens up and <laughs> gauzes himself. Yeah, 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 like, yeah. Oh, good. I like, like uh, uh, I don't know how they heal themselves in Fortnite, but in, uh, in, in uh, PUBG. Mm. They would just basically like wrap a little like gauze around their arm and they're like, yeah. yo, those bullet wounds are gone. It's pretty much the same thing in Fortnite. Or yeah. in a shield thing, you just drink the slurp. Oh. Which I always find really funny. It's always like, oh, gotta get shielding. Glug, 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 Oh, nice. And I'm like, yeah, that's, you know, game makes no sense. Who cares? It's kayfabe. It, it, what? Kayfabe. Um, so what'd you think of Assassin's Creed? <laughs> <laughs> Who are you? Uh, <laughs> Assassin's Creed, uh, it was... You know, a really interesting game. I think it was better in areas that I didn't think it was going to be good in, and it failed in areas I didn't think it was going to fail in. Okay. where What did you expect to enjoy more that you didn't enjoy? Well, I thought it was going to be a faster-paced game. Yeah. Uh, more action. And I understand, you know, beginners are slow. And, you know, we kind of talk about this a little bit, but is that... This is such a novel concept of a video game. Yep. It took a lot of explaining for people to go, oh, wait, what? So you, know? you said that when we were going through the tutorial, and I thought that was a really good point, where the tutorial is legitimately just like your character, everything is stripped away except mm -hmm. for the person you're supposed to be facing or the objective you're supposed to be going towards. It's right. like in the Animus, and it's very much a simulation to train you. And you were like, well, this is such a new concept that they needed to do this in order for you to understand what was going on. Right. And then the next thing, once you finished all that, you're going through this underground cavern and you're coming up against enemies and it's telling you the same shit. Yeah, I hate that. Like, it's why so not? Right, exactly. Don't yeah. make me do it twice. Yeah. The, and I think that's one of the... I think that's one of the main adjectives that I would I would apply to this game is redundant. Yeah. There's a lot of fat that could be trimmed on this. And the moments where it was fun were were good. They were yeah. good. Yeah. Uh, especially, like I said, as 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 a game or an entry that I consider to be more of a proof of concept than anything else. I I thought that it was going to be less fun to play minute to minute. Yeah, I, I would agree with you. And I think I think it's right on the verge of when uh, tutorials and uh, huge moments of exposition become super organic into games. And For so sure. it is still removed and that ages the game tremendously. Yeah. 
uh, and negatively, you know, let's be real. Like, it's not fun to sit there and be told what to do. It's like you're back in school. Right. And, uh, which would be your dream. But uh, <laughs> I loved school. I know you did. Uh, but, but in this, it's just oh, not. teacher, oh, I got an apple for you. An apple of Eden. Oh my goodness. Brought us right, you, you were like, where's he going with this? I thought, I thought we were, were like, here we to- go. Another derailment. <laughs> yeah, Exactly. Not Just this like time. when I ran those trains in the city. <laughs> oh God, another derailment. <laughs> Hundreds dead. Okay. Uh, yeah. No. I, I. No one likes to be just sat there and told what to do. Right. right? You want to. This is a video game. You want to participate in it. Yes. And unfortunately, they try to do that in the beginning, going like, "Show me how you could do it." While this like mid animus state, but it's just overly unsuccessful because you have to, like you were saying, have to do it all over again in the game. Well, then why are we doing the first? He, place? Here's here's the 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 thing that I I struggle to understand how this past like focus testing and everything mm-hmm. is there are four main stages of the first two to four hours of this game yeah which is you have the legitimate training which is you in the animus and everything else is stripped away just like when i was running for the city the training R- the training yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly the derailment yeah then you have the uh moment where you're actually going through a bit of a mission and that's mm. a second bit of training then you have that weird animus Point where it's trying to give you exposition but allowing you control over your character right and then it's playing the game with all of your abilities removed and it's this weird sense of like showing you what the game could be and constantly pulling you back yeah. it's like edging you but in the worst way possible <laughs> like i see what i want to do god of war for example yes it strips you of your powers yeah. like in, in the later entries in yep, the series yeah, yeah. but like the God of War 1 for PlayStation 2 starts with you on a boat wrecking shit. Yeah. Great. There's exposition that follows afterwards, and granted, the game's not so much about cinematics, mm-hmm. but it shows you, it's like, this is what you want. Okay, here's kind of the context, and now you're right back into it. Yeah. This just feels like it It chews way too much scenery Yeah, and takes way too much time not having earned the right to do so right. yet. Yeah. And then struggling to figure out how to do it while either just showing you quickly and efficiently or incorporating your movement and control into it, but also slowing it down. And they just did not get that balance. Oh, I completely agree with you. Like the whole point of uh, showing you how great you could be to strip you down is you got to show you how great you could right. be. There's no moment where they go like, look how powerful you are. Right. Like you wreck shit up. You just kind of like mildly do stuff. And also, you know, it's kind of, it's not as much fun because your bosses or your supervisor or whatever the hell it is, is constantly degrading you the whole fucking uh-huh. time. Like so, five or six times. So you're kind of like, well, I suck at this anyway. And they're like, you were really good. You're like, wait, what? I was? <laughs> I didn't even, how did I know that? Oh, yeah. okay. You and know. then, and then when you do finally get into the thick of it, Oh, thick yeah, of the night thick of it. with Alan. Yeah. Alan, my baby. Mm. My baby boy. <laughs> my baby boy. Well, look what they did to my baby boy. Would, would you rather spend a night with Alan or Robin Thick? if you're a man? Because if you're a woman, I think we know the answer to that. Well, Alan's dead, so I think that would be a better sleep. Yeah, no, but you get to go to heaven and hang out with him. Ooh, well then, obviously, I want to go see what heaven's like, so Alan Thick. Turns out, oh, heaven is not that fun. What? Yeah, yeah, no, it's a big bummer. Why Why is it heaven then? Well, because they just, it's kind of this unfinished place, but yeah. they didn't know where to put all the bystanders. So oh. they're like, uh, be, bystanders. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They're like, be good, uh, do good things. Uh, we got this whole, oh, it's so fun yeah. over there. Right. You're going to have a great time. But it's all under construction. Oh. And they're really figuring, it, it's been a long time. This sounds like, uh, what's the middle place called again? 
Purgatory. Oh, <laughs> that sounds like purgatory. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, middle place. It's of course, all it's the middle place. I thought you were talking about the good place. By the way, when you were talking about the good place, you're predicting a large parts of the good place. I'm not going to ruin for you, but like, I can't believe you're like, you're saying stuff that I'm like, how far are you? Oh, really? Now, I don't even know what I said. Not, but yeah, don't don't say anything. I'm not I don't, ruining I don't anything. anything. I'm just kind of like, there's parts there. Where I'm like, wow, that was interesting. <laughs> ah. Um, so impressions. I could have, I couldn't have predicted a lot of of this game. No. I don't know why it is. I don't remember. Anything that we... I don't remember playing most of that. No, me neither. Like, again, I played a shit ton of this game. Yeah. I don't remember that intro portion. Assassin's Creed 2, turns out, took over most of my memories it of Assassin's Creed 1. It supplanted it completely. Yeah. Like, this is... Like the Animus. Like the Animus, exactly. Yeah. This is ex- this is basically what happened to us with uh, NBA Jan- or NBA Street. Remember NBA Street? Oh, yeah, we yeah, went, yeah, went yeah. Back Where to NBA, NBA Street, Street 1 is not NBA Street 2. Right. NBA Street 2 is so much fun, Volume yeah. 2. It has now taken over all memories of 1. Right. Like, NBA Street 1 turns out, like, in a very similar way to this, was the proof of concept, and then everything that came afterwards yeah. improved upon all of it. Even, like, we had moments where we're trying to do the parkour and the climbing and everything, and it just dragged. Yeah. And it, it fails in weird times and yeah. sends you to your death, and there's no margin for error in something where, like... Guys, is the point for this to be challenging or really cool? Because you're kind of walking this line that is neither. Like, yeah. it's not challenging and satisfying, and it's not cool because it's taking so long and so much weird mechanical strife in order to achieve what I'm trying to do Right. that that I don't feel like I do something, and I'm like, great, that was awesome. Yeah, and like even like the sword play and stuff like that in the beginning where they're like, oh, you're so good now, and you're like, was that good? Was that good? Right. All I you did was kind of bash my sword against theirs until it gave me an animation of me killing him. And I will say that if that's true, and number two has improved on all these things that we're talking about, then big big kudos to them for finding the stuff that was good about the game and going, you know for what? Sure. We should make that the focus of the game. For sure. And and I think they did that. Unfortunately, oh. we're reviewing the first one. So oh, it's it's hard right. it's hard to like separate that out, but it's yeah. like man, I once, once we finally got, sorry, I said the thick of it. Once we got into Alan, and then I went on the whole. Oh yeah, right. So yeah, so who would you rather spend? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> uh, once, once we got into thick of it, and we were on the missions, then my memory came out, and it was like, right, every mission has three parts, or like thereabouts. Yep. Eavesdrop, pickpocket, follow, assassinate, like one or interrogate, or one yeah, or the yeah, others. Yeah. Interrogate yeah. was beat them up. Yeah, uppercut four times. That should be the name of the mission. And he's like, I'll tell you whatever you want. Like, oh, okay. You know, I should try doing that next time I'm getting I assaulted will let you in the fuck street. Me. Yeah. yeah, and just going like, just destroying me in an alleyway. I'm like, I'll tell you whatever you want. And he's like, what do you have to say? <laughs> I'll be like, uh, the jewels are uh, in Richmond Hill. <laughs> You're like, whoa, Richmond Hill. Mm, Richmond. Luxurious. Well, isn't that kind of one of the jokes in Game of Thrones where they're like the uh, the Emerald Isles or whatever? Oh, yeah, like yeah, Jamie yeah. keeps t- talking about Samuel Tarly or, or something. It's yeah. like, yeah, his, his dad owns the Emerald Isles or something <laughs> like that. Yeah. No, I, I, I don't know, man. I, I don't know how much more time I could have spent with this game uh, or, or if I had spent a lot more time with this game, if it would have helped me. Because I, I got to the point, like, we got yeah. in the world. Yep. And when we were there, I was like, this is beautiful. Like, this is, like, you and I kept talking about the graphics looking great. The environment was great. Yeah. Everything was a little bit dated, but, like, crowd work and crowd control yeah, crowd worked pretty well. sound was really cool, yeah, too. Yeah. I liked the little lines they gave you. You know, whereas I think some of the voice acting in, you know... Uh, there was a real renaissance in voice acting when it came to video games. The I, renaissance wasn't for Assassin's Creed 2. 
Oh, right. So sorry. Number two. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. There wasn't a medieval period of, a sa- <laughs> of of voice acting. And it wasn't really in the last 10 years when you see like the Kevin Conroy's and all these kind of people doing voice acting that you're like, woo, look at that. Yeah. That's really good. Yeah. Um, and so then you, you know, but, but this part unfortunately was outside of that decade. Yes. And was not the strongest part of the game. Yeah, I, I agree. And it's, it's, it's funny because there's so much that you kind of like, you kind of pick up on on like it being better later on and yeah. i want to give it credit for that because i know they fix it eventually but it's like imagine this never got a sequel oh you know what i mean like imagine yeah. imagine assassin's creed never became point. assassin's creed would we would we be talking about this right now or would it be more of like a niche kind of thing and i know that's impossible to separate yeah. the two because the reason it got a sequel is because it was really popular yeah so it's like well if it was that popular we still would have talked about it but there are plenty of games like beyond good and evil for example mm. a game that did very well had a very big following and yeah. never got a sequel yeah but very well Half could life. have become <laughs> that's me winking that's the sound of me oh winking. yeah right your yeah. disgusting eye i forgot about that <laughs> um so i wonder andrew if you could strip everything else away from this do you think that this was a satisfying experience wow that is really tough oh andrew did you just say your catchphrase on shut up everybody shut your big old butt but shut your big old butt um yeah no i i it is, it is tough because it's tough to put yourself... We, we talk about this all the time. Like, we talk about, like, how Dexter's coming back, but if Dexter only did three seasons, it would be regarded as a very good yeah, show. Yeah, yeah, totally. You know, Nirvana never got to put out the five shitty albums that came out next, and so everyone's like, what, Nirvana? Yeah. And you're like, you know, I understand the circumstances are sad, but uh, I wonder about this one. It's kind of like... It takes itself so seriously. It, re, there's no camp. There's no room. There's it's no so nothing. rigid. It's yeah. just like, heads up. We think this is important. And, you know, where games like um, Shadow of the Colossus, mm. you know, which kind of an isolated, sure. really, um, you know, interesting experience where it kind of takes you out of what a video game Sweeping is. Sweeping and unique yeah, and, and introspective. And, and Yeah, yeah, I agree. Uh, you know, doesn't do it in dialogue. So the aging quality right, of it, right. you know, takes you out of it. It, it kind of adds to this uh, certain mystic appeal to it. Right. This one is so dialogue heavy. It like gets in its way and you, you'll hear Mikey's frustration. I got, I got really frustrated with it. Because it's every 10 seconds are like, hey, hey, it's you again. And yes. you're like, God, just let me do something. Literally, as soon as you start running off to what you think is going to be the game starting, yeah. you get stopped by someone in a hood being like, hey, let me talk to you for it, a second. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's, it's It can get very frustrating. So I don't think that would... A- no, without number two, I don't... I think this would have, like, minor cult status. Yeah. But not the, you know, major and a movie and all this kind of stuff that came after it. I mean, it it benefits from having a major studio behind it and the ability to just have funds and to have been able to put money into a teaser yeah. trailer that really got everyone excited about it. A lot of companies, development companies or independent companies wouldn't have been able to do a sequel and we would have had to judge it just on what this was. You saying that it takes itself really seriously, I totally agree with. It reminds me of like Gears of War a little bit. Oh. But here's the difference. Gears of War takes itself so fucking seriously, especially in the first one. Almost exclusively in the first one. But the gameplay and the way it takes itself seriously work together. Okay. Where it's like, it's like, we're so serious, but like shoot a bunch of people and then we have some dialogue and this and that. The the opening cinematic tells you everything you need to know. Right. 
and gets you to the gameplay in like five or ten minutes. Like you're you're good. You're started. A little bit of exposition and go. This was like the starting and stopping. I can't believe how frustrating that was. And then when you finally get to it, it still didn't feel satisfying yeah, to me. Yeah. I, I think I think a lot of it was. You know, a lot of my good memories of the way that Assassin's Creed feels, especially in the early hours of the game before it starts to feel a little bit stale, at least in my experience, Mm -hmm. um, the first bit was like the most enjoyable part. So if I'm starting off this game and and it's already not landing for me, then it clearly means that Assassin's Creed Black Flag is how I remember this franchise playing. And it wasn't in this version of the game. No, I, you know, I, I think it highlighted all the parts that we liked about it. The free running, you know, yep. or the parkour, um, and some of the more like stealthy fun kills because the, the fighting's not that great. I feel like, unfortunately, in a lot of ways, this game is trying to serve so many masters that it's, it's just not, not successful in any single one of them. Right. They're doing the, cl- the, wi- the wall climbing like Uncharted. They're doing the huge story-based dialogue like Darth, like, ugh, so much. Yeah. And then they're also doing some kind of mild, uh, you know, fighting animating. Yep. Jesus yeah, yeah, all the all the crazy animations, yeah. like like, and all of it is is innovative in its own way. But I agree with you. Yeah, like if you look at any of the individual components, they all have very rough edges. Yeah, yeah, and and I think that together it's cool to see all of it working in tandem. Yeah, but it doesn't really hit its stride until later in the franchise. And unfortunately, we're looking at the first in the franchise. Yeah. And I think maybe it's time, Andrew. You want to get into our uh, reviews yeah, in the modern I, day? I guess so. So in uh, retrograde, mine was uh, three and a half. Mikey's was two and a half. Indeed. Mikey's to a six out of eight. Um, okay, I'll start. Okay. Wait, okay. Is that okay? Go. Okay, fine. Jesus. Fucking do it. Okay. I can't wait to speak. You know I hate not speaking. Okay, you're counting the seconds until you can speak again. Five, six, what? Oh my God. Eight, so, nine, okay. 10. Is that how many bits you're going to give it? 12, 13. Oh, you're going to give it 13 14, bits. Oh, 14. 15. Okay. 16, so in my in my score, I was going to say. Eight, I can't wait to speak. Oh it's. My God. Oh my God. Sorry? No, I'm just trying to give my review here. Oh, is I counting out loud? Yeah. I hate when I count out loud. I also hate when you count out loud. <laughs> One, two, three bits. Um, okay, here's my review. Uh, this is this is a great example of tough. Tough written all over. Okay. This is tough. I know that's my catchphrase. I'd say, you know, don't wear it out. Uh, I say it all the time. It, it, this one's tough because... The bones of a very successful franchise are there. They're all yeah. over it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And between the story and this huge mythology they're trying to create, um, you know, the the free running and the climbing, the gameplay and the fighting, they're all there. They're just not there in the way that you want them to be. They're not there in the fine-tuned way that you will go back and in your memory and remember Assassin's Creed as, as, as a game. Right. But... All the, all the bad parts are still there. All that story that just ultimately gets to nothing. All the parts where you're Desmond Miles that ultimately equal nothing. Yeah. Like, just in this game alone, you can't tell me the moments that where you're in the current day add anything to I the game. I agree with you 100%. You're, you're talking about huge slanted characters of, like, a diminutive assistant who's like, oh, I'm sorry, you know, whatever. And then this, this demonstrable doctor who's just like you know pontificating about all the stuff that's going on and let me tell you this let me tell you this it's awful and it has no part of this game whatsoever and so 
the problem is the negatives like that are really high and the parts that would definitely win it back in future Assassin's Creed games aren't there. Right. You right. know, the, the free running's not there. The, the combat's not there. And, and or at the, least not as fluid as it ends up sure, being. Sure, yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not as it's not that fun, free atmosphere mm-hmm. that has been future created. So, uh, I, I unfortunately, it's not a great game. That being said, music's really interesting. Some of the voice stuff is really interesting, and the graphics are really, really good. Yeah, I can't I, the gra- I can't believe how good the graphics are. Uh, so there is value in this game, and if you like Assassin's Creed and maybe don't remember Assassin's Creed One, or you haven't played the franchise at all. You want to start somewhere? It is an interesting way to start because it's very different than the rest of the franchise. Right. I'd go back and play it. Like, I don't think it's completely useless. It's not unplayable. It's not anything else. I'm going to give this... I can't I can't believe it's this high after saying all that, but I'm going to give it a two. Okay. Just because, like, there is value in it. It just feels very different than the rest of the franchise. I, I don't think two is wrong at all. Yeah. And I, I struggled with what to give it as well because it's not... It's not necessarily unfun. It's just, it gets in its own way. And it it's frustrating to know the ways in which they improved the formula right. and how they're absent here. Yep. Because I know what this could have been. Right. And especially looking back, like you made a good point. This was in that era, kind of before tutorials really intertwined with gameplay yeah. to make it feel less pedantic when you were learning the mechanics of, mm. of these games. Now, when you go back and play a blatant tutorial, it's like, what? How stupid do you think I am? Seriously. And that's part of this is looking back at games that came out when they came out and critiquing them mm-hmm. for those missteps. Yeah. Because, you know, I, the subjective score and the retrograde can overlook those things, but I can't overlook those things when I'm going back to play this. One of the things I, I find difficult is, I I don't know, I wouldn't give this game as high as a two for me personally right. because... Yeah. Even in the rest of this franchise, there are way better examples of games to play. Go with two or three or Black Flag or something like that. So if you have a craving to like feel this, this would be maybe the only entry in the franchise I wouldn't recommend going back to play unless you just wanted to get back in touch with like the weird roots of how this came to be and see the initial misstep and how they course corrected moving forward Mm -hmm. with that said unless you're going back and treating this as like a fucking art museum i'd avoid it i'm giving Mm. this one a one and a half out of four it's also not terrible yeah but this isn't a terrible game yeah this is it reminds me of what i felt when i played this game as a kid it was just like this isn't what i want it to be it's just not quite there it's just not quite as well-rounded absolutely it's like a bunch of parts moving and Uh you're like oh it's all there isn't it and they just can't nail that landing like it's just it just feels you know very apropos of this game it feels out of sync it's it's, you know uh, i like that thank you yeah you know it just feels slightly just off where you're like oh there is something good here and there was they created you know nine more games about it you know like there is something good there it just in the first one doesn't come to its fullest ability it's it's the weird thing where usually you say this in the opposite but it's it's worse than the sum of its parts i I think Mm. i think it could have been a lot better but when you get everything in tandem it just feels like everything's interfering with the next element of the game and i think the way that they handle exposition is atrocious yeah and I can't imagine that even a year or two after this, when you're dealing with other entries in the Assassin's Creed franchise, that there aren't much better examples of of how to tell a story. Okay, so with my three and a half in your... What did you give? Two and a half, three? Uh, In the initial, two and a half. 
Two and a half. So three and a half for you, two, two and, and a half, half for me in the retro score. Yeah, so that's a six out of nine, six out of eight, yep. excuse me. And then you gave a one and a half, and I gave a two for a three and a half yeah. out of eight. And that combined is a nine and a half. Nine and a half. And now uh, I think there's nothing left to do but to uh, go on our wild journey of oh. awards. I would love to see awards. And here's the weird thing. Okay. I mean, there are very many awards oh, that we can give as you know yeah, i mean for example the rose colored hall of claim where How the current score is significantly lower than the retro score yes. or the fits like an old glove compartment where the current score is above a seven um there's a ton of different delineations either for positive in the retro score or positive in the current or vice versa uh this game has the rare uh uh, attribution of not getting any awards oh my goodness and that is so fitting to me i it yep. is just a shot down the middle, yep. something that is completely forgettable. Um, but I, I guess that kind of goes against everything we've said. I like I don't think it warrants any over at, overly attributing anything to this game or taking much away from it. It just served its purpose as a launching pad for the rest of this franchise. It really is a stepping stone in a yeah. lot of ways. It really is to to future and you know, to huge amounts of success that this franchise will face right. soon. Yeah, one of the best-selling franchises of all time. Like, yeah. who am I to say that it's not worth going back to? I, I it, To me, that's just more, more proof that you can find a better version of this in the modern day if you want to. You absolutely could. And yeah. we know that because there's multiple <laughs> yeah. multiple iterations of this game that are really, really good. Here's here's the weirdest fucking okay. thing is is I complain about Assassin's Creed so much. Yes, you do. I do. Yeah. And, and it's, it's unfortunate because, like, I don't want to take away the fact that a lot of people have a lot of fun with these games. Mm -hmm. I understand that. It's just not really for me. But every single time there's a new Assassin's Creed game, I'm like, I think I want to get it. I, yeah. I pass I, by a huge billboard for Valhalla uh -huh. every day. Yeah. And every time I look at it, I'm like, man, you like Norse mythology. But then I go back to how we're unpopular, like don't like God of War. And yeah. I'm like, see, no, you don't. You like good video games. Stop <laughs> right, doing this. Right, right. You know, kind of thing. But I do that because same with Odyssey. Yeah. You know, Roma times, I'm like, ooh, that's kind of cool. That's right. Spartans like if there were an Assassin's Creed game, I should have jumped back in on it. Like, like Greco-Roman mythology is my jam. Yeah. Um, I, I should have done it then. I didn't. And I kind of feel like I missed the boat. I can't imagine there's going to be another era or epic right epoch whatever that that i'm gonna want to jump back in at yeah that's uh, yeah i don't know because there's been attempts for video games in that era that just have not right worked. right so for sure yeah I, I i wonder and if they keep you know if this is the idea behind assassin's creed going forward they're just gonna make games from certain specific eras i'm kind of curious to see what the next eras will be you yeah know? is it gonna be the red coats of england is it gonna be you know like i don't know i don't know it's gonna yeah. be interesting i like that uh, they already did the red coats of england in the uh i'm pretty oh, sure in the brotherhood or the, yeah yeah or unity or whichever yeah, one that unity, was yeah yeah yeah, yeah. but so either like, way like like i feel like they're yeah. running out of places to move how okay here's a great question space how, when do they go to space oh is that's that what literally gonna exactly be what oh i was gonna ask because i don't know but they're gonna they have to do it eventually right I, well you know because it's like uh Call of Duty is a good example where they right. just make so many games and just once a year and they make, you know. Space the, time, baby. And they, they brought to space they and they went, okay, too much? Back to back to World that's War II. Every franchise that's done too much does space well, at the, some point. The attitude, you know. Leprechaun, to, Jason. To, <laughs> <laughs> oh, the famous canonical stories. Nick canonical stories. I, uh, the Fast and Furious has always been the one where they're like, so when are they going to go to space? They got to get to space, man. Supposedly his next movie. Are, are you serious? Yeah, supposedly. The, I'm surprised they haven't done a self-aware. <laughs> What's that? What's that, Dom? We, we, what are we going to do? 
You got to space. <laughs> Whoa, we got to go to space. Vin Diesel is going to take off his helmet in space and be totally unaffected. Yeah. That's how they're he's building so his... He's so tough. He's so yeah. tough. A vacuum of space doesn't matter. <laughs> this guy's like neck chain on over the astronaut suit. <laughs> <laughs> the astronauts... The astronauts... <laughs> Sorry. The space shuttle is built like a... I don't even know what kind of car it is. I think it's a Challenger. Yeah, it's got to be some sort of yeah, like Ford like that. Or, it's or a or yeah. Dodge Challenger. And or then he just yeah. like guns it. He's like, like the astronaut that is there with him as the expert. Yeah, because they're all scientists. Let's yeah. be real. He's like, get out of there, Point Dexter. I'm gonna drive. <laughs> I drive things. I know how to drive things. And you're like, oh my god. Here's the thing: is like we're joking about it, but I guarantee you, we could pretty much write the scene where he does drive a car out of the spaceship and drives the car through space yeah, because it's, it's like got so Astra. much propulsion. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's like an Astra. If they could golf on the moon, right. we could get a challenger on the moon and they're going to drive that fucker. They fucking better. Oh my God. Um, so that's, look, not much more to say <laughs> about uh, about Assassin's Creed unless you want to hear our opinions on the movie yeah. and how they stack up because on that Patreon episode, obviously go to uh, uh, patreon.com slash the retrograde podcast. You can subscribe there and hear our opinions on all of the tandem movies of the video games that we're going to be doing. Yeah. Uh, so it's going to start off, like we said earlier, it's going to be Assassin's Creed this week. It's going to be Star Wars Episode One: The Phantom Menace next week. <laughs> it's going to be uh, so The excited. Matrix 2 yeah. the week after, and then fucking GoldenEye, GoldenEye. Uh, the week after that. Uh, and we're actually going to make a determination on which one is better out of all of these, the yeah. movie or the video game. So, yeah, so you heard our score on the video game alone. Yeah. Now go to the Mushroom Club to find out what we think about the movie versus the video game. Baby, you fucking better. Oh my God. So exciting. This was so exciting. I'm glad we, you know, this has been a punching bag for us for a long time. Yeah. And I will yeah, you you know what? You're, it's it's crazy how often Assassin's Creed comes up on this podcast. It's about time we did it. You know, there are so many video games that come out yearly or, you know, every two years that, you know, obviously could be better in quality or have degraded and stuff like that. And we could have used any of them as a joke, but we always use Assassin's Creed. Yeah, yeah. Unfairly, possibly. Because, Absolutely unfairly. Yeah, it's a better franchise than I give it credit absolutely, for. Yeah. So that's a good way of putting it. We could totally make fun of ones that come out every year and are clearly not as good. Yeah. So... I'm glad we went back, and I will say, as much as maybe people will let us know on Twitter, at RichGradeMikey, at RichGradeAndy, yeah. uh, that our score should have been higher, I am actually surprised our scores were this high. I thought they were going to be lower, and I'm actually pleasantly surprised. Yeah, yeah, I agree with you, and I also, you know, like we always say when people get mad at us for giving these games lower scores in, mm -hmm. the, in the current day, go back and play it. Yeah. Before you actually, get upset with us, go back and play this, and tell us- Go to ANC Games. Yes, go to ANC Games in Toronto- yeah. Uh, and and tell them the tell them the retrograde boys sent you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Tell them retrograde Mikey. Uh, tell them big boy Mikey, little dinky Andy. Oh, I thing. like it. Well, I'm just saying that's what we're known as. Yeah. Obviously, I hate it. I wish that would change. I hate it too. I don't always want to be the big boy. Oh, you just sometimes I want to be the little spoon. Some some days I want to be the little. Can spoon. we talk about that for two seconds? Yeah. Who wants to be the big spoon? Big spoon well, sucks. Who wants to be held? Being held wonderful. I do like doing the holding sometimes, so I gotta be honest. Why is that? Because you like the... I like control. <laughs> <laughs> well, I like being held. Uh, sue me. Uh, please don't. I'm very litigious. Uh, <laughs> is it regular iced tea or snow? Yeah, I'm, a real, I'm real all winter style rappers. Uh, but thank you so much for listening. Please join us over at the Mushroom Club at patreon.com slash the retrograde podcast. And we can't wait to talk to you soon. We love you. Wear a mask. I'm Andrew Bascom. And I'm Mikey Aaronworth. This has been the Retrograde Podcast. Game over. 
Thank you so much for listening to the Retrograde Podcast. We look forward to recording this podcast all week long, and we hope you guys look forward to listening to it. You know how we got into retro video game podcasting for the money and the babes? We're really in it for the ratings and reviews. Money is ratings. Reviews are babes. Please subscribe, rate, and review wherever you enjoy podcasts. For any business inquiries, you can always email the Retrograde Podcast at gmail.com. You can find us on Twitter at Retrograde Pod. And you can find Andrew on Twitter at Retrograde Andy. And then Mikey at Retrograde Mikey. Instagram at The Retrograde Podcast. And remember, find us on Patreon, patreon.com slash The Retrograde Podcast for all of your non-essential but very much enjoyable content. Between Twitter, Instagram, and everything in between, we've grown a great community. Thank you so much for being part of it. It's like a weird hippie commune where we all have jobs and we might have sex with each other. And sometimes we kill Sharon Tate. (laughs) Furnished by Sad Styles Productions. Is this my experiments I have with my penis?